Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. All right. Talk to Neil. Call 567-0560 toll free for Dave and Broward or pound 560 on your cell phone. Like the opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Read Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. <laughs> Well, all right, sports fans. It puts the lotion in the basket. It mixes it all up. It puts the lotion in the basket. It puts them both together. It puts the lotion in the basket. When the eyeball falls out, it puts the lotion in the basket. Then it has to hose it down. It puts the lotion in the basket. It's what I have to get. It puts the lotion in the basket. I need to rub it on my breath. It puts the lotion in the basket. I have to dry clean my skin suit. It puts the lotion... In the basket. I said, Doctor! I switch my BB in my legs. I say, Doctor! I like to dance around this way. I said, Mommy! Are the lambs quiet today? I said, Mommy! I want to look more like a wolf. My name is Buffalo Bill. It right. puts the lotion in the basket. It makes it for my skin. It puts the lotion in the basket. I hold my pee in. It puts the lotion in the basket. How much does it grow? It puts the lotion in the basket. I got my skin suit nipple necklace. <laughs> Happy holidays from Buffalo Bill and all your paisans. There you go. It's a 10.02 at 560 WQM. Happy Tuesday to you, boy. It's getting really close. Getting really close. Close to what, you might ask? Yeah, a couple of days off here and there. That's what it's getting real close to. Sounds good to me. So I'm just going to, because I know it's going to be really ponderous. All week long, they're going to be going, and I don't want to pee on your parade because I did watch very objectively last night. I saw most of that game. And were it not for the fact that the officials are blind and that maybe, you know, you have to really start questioning some integrity there. You can't do that directly, but in your mind, you have to start wondering. You have to really start wondering. But nevertheless, had it not been for that, it would have been a blowout, and a lot of people could have left a lot earlier and got a lot more sleep last night. Would have been a total blowout. Which brings to mind the uh, tremendous front-running phonies that we have out there, because if you have any kind of memory at all, unless your Alzheimer's has totally kicked in, and you remember last week at this time, at this very same time, Especially on that morning show. Boy, you talk about front-running phonies. Not only uh, the callers, but some of the people on the air there, too. I don't want to mention no names because it's the holidays. Boy, oh, boy. They have the, uh, no wide receivers. they got nobody can catch the ball. And uh, Danny is this and Danny is that. And ba 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 And all of a sudden, we're talking Super Bowl. You know, it's, it's just sad. It really is. It's really sad. Here's a guy who's done so, such a great job in this town for so many years. And uh, he's still got all those detractors out there. And if he has, like, one game where he doesn't, he doesn't play like uh, a lunatic, then right away, ah, he's no good. He's a statue. So there you go, Danny. It's that kind of a town. Nobody gets it. Just like the Beezer comes back after five uh, outstanding years here, or at least four and a half anyway, and they boo him. That's the kind of town it is. What have you done for me lately? What have you done for me in the last five goddamn minutes? I'm going to tell you, though, we had a tremendous surprise in the mail this morning. That makes all of that pale into insignificance, all of that uh, football crap. 
pale into insignificance. Come in here, there's about four or five envelopes, which of uh, three of them are checks for center one, two or four. But the third one I opened up was $500 from, um, 500 bucks from Buddy. What's the name of this place? Gee, I wrote it down. What the hell is the name of this joint? It's uh, My Buddy's Catering, which they're all over the country. They're in New York, L.A., Miami. So thanks a lot, buddy. It says, uh, please say thank you to Jeffrey, my partner, who didn't know I saved the money until now and is not probably too happy about it. Thank you, buddy. So that was uh, 500 bucks, and I thought, boy, that's really great, especially after yesterday uh, doing great in the van again up in Boca. I opened up the next check, and I don't, I don't like giving last names out on the air because a lot of times people prefer to remain anonymous. So Jim in Fort Lauderdale, how do we say thank you? I mean, there's no way. I open up the next check, and this is a guy who had called George a few days ago when we had 90 grand, and we were like 10,000 short of 100 grand, and says to George, oh, I'm going to send the 10,000 to make up the difference to get you over the mark. And, of course, you know, people can call on the air and say any, you know, anything they want. And you say, oh, yeah, okay, great, thank you so much, and you're like snickering, you know, snickering. So I open up the next check, and there it is from Jim in Fort Lauderdale, $10,000. Oh! What a guy, huh? I would give his last name, but he may not want me to, and then that's the last thing I want to do is piss off somebody that donates ten. You know, your name's on this, too. I took a razor blade. My name is on it, too? It's at Center One Care of Neil Rogers. I bet you if I was real creative. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not that sure right now, but keep it in mind. So there you go. We've got, believe it or not, this, that, this defying all logic, defying all the experts out there who said it couldn't be done. Well, you know, they don't have no Phil Henry CD and Rick and Spud and bada beep. Oh, by the way, speaking of Rick and Spud... Before I get into all the detractors out there, yeah, she's going to be out this afternoon. I should put them over the top on Stupid Talk. You know, talk about stupid. Anybody that's running a radio station that doesn't give the call letters, that to me is always a real, real smart move. You know what I'm talking about? In other words, they've taken the call letters because they put this loosely knit network of misfits, uh, whatever. I'm not talking about all the people on here, although some of them certainly fit in the category. But, uh, and it's like WYNZ, which, of course, were some of the great call letters in this town for many, many years, right? Huh? WYNS in New York, WYNZ in Miami wins, as opposed to WLOLUZ, which it's turned into. Maybe that's why they don't want to give the real call letters. Maybe it's a lose radio, all lose. So you look at the numbers, and they're like minuscule, and they don't give the call letters out. It's stupid talk. So Peter Bolger is shuffling the, dra the uh, deck again, and this afternoon, there she will be from 3 to 7. Better watch it, Hank. Oh, yeah. Like I said yesterday, the Humper's got some real stiff competition there. She flopped the first time, but suddenly somebody hit her with a, a what kind of a stick? No, not an ugly stick. That was a, a long time ago. Stick. A, a talent stick. Anybody out there got a talent stick? No. Yeah, they, they stuck a talent stick deep inside her. And now all of a sudden she's going to be a real, uh, yeah, she's going to be hysterical. She's not going to be so jappy and so New York-y and so offensive and so impossible to listen to. Anybody believe that? No. And then Rick and Spud, of course, will be going to mornings right after the first of the year. I noticed this morning coming in, now maybe maybe John Ford might be uh, on vacation, if that's possible, and that broad that they had on with him. But I noticed the unctuous Mike Church, who's kind of like the utility guy that they throw in there to fill in when they got blank spots all the time. He was doing this morning on Stupid Talk. So maybe John Ford is, like, already gone since they all hate him like poison over there. John Ford, what was the, what? I just got a really shocking spy report. Yes? That Brooke resigned yesterday after ripping you. So maybe what do you mean she resigned she after resigned, ripping you? As in she won't be on, or, or she'll... She resigned from what? She was on yesterday? I thought she started today. I don't know. That's what we heard. But yeah. this person said she resigned yesterday after ripping you. So maybe she'll just be on for, After ripping me for what? For uh, ripping her, I guess. For ripping her because she's no talent and it was very a hit and run call, but it sounded and annoying. Very it was what? A hit and run call that I just got, but it sounded very sincere. So she's uh, 
I see that's probably a scam. That's probably like a uh, we're being set up to get a lot of people to tune in there at three o'clock today to see if she's really on. And of course, if she is, it'll be a real, you know. Oh, there she is. Okay, turn back to Hank. I mean, uh, that, I, that how could she resign before she even starts? Is she doing a, a Bob Livingston? Is that what that's all about? Uh -huh. But obviously, for other reasons, I would think, wouldn't you? Ripping me for what? Because I don't want her calling my house, and I don't care. How, how many times did you see her? Do we know her really? Do we? Uh, no. No. We worked with her for what? About five minutes over at Paxson, and I'm supposed to know this woman. And oh well, I came here because of you. Well, I did fine. That was a bad mistake, then, sweetheart, because I don't know from you, and I don't like your shtick. And you're like uh, bargain basement Randy Rhodes, who ain't that great to begin with, who's very annoying and impossible to listen to. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, that chappy shtick. It just doesn't make it. You know. I remember when uh, Bolger first brought her in, he said to me, Oh, she's a broad. She's a broad. You know, like, like somebody wants there, like, like a Rosie O'Donnell of radio. No, guys don't want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. She was on yesterday. She was on? You had another spy report? And, and playing our no drop. But playing I mean, that's, what? That's still in the system. All this stuff she was playing no. our drop in from over there, yeah. So she was on yesterday and she resigned. Let's get some spy reports. She wants to have a, a spectacular audience over there if we only had like one call. And you notice now there's no radio column anymore. I was thinking that coming in this morning. Whoa, do we long for the days of Sherry Woods and Linda Thornton and back before Tom Jicker got too big for his britches when he used to write about radio and TV, but now, of course, he's too big for radio, so he just writes about TV. Do you realize the last two rating books, there hasn't been one little story in either paper about the ratings in the spring or the summer book that we both did, uh, that we did so well? Nothing. By the way, trend today. At what time? Oh, at 2.30. I'm going to stick around for that, right? <laughs> hey. Goodbye, O.D. All that's left of a station that once had fame And for AM that was quite a claim Pots and Paxson were insane To blow it all in When they build those condos and block that tower off You'll be lowered down into your grave and you were great at one time, but now you sound more like a signal drifting in the wind. And you'll never see numbers you can sell again. That clear channel knows what they're doing, but so they think. But no one's listening anymore, because they really stink. Goodbye, I.O.D. Let go of Gregor. Skip the pooper and the rest of that retarded team that remains of Paxson's old regime. Clear Channel has a scheme, but it's clear to see that despite all their corporate indignance, they can't hide the fact without feel they got a crappy deal. And you were great at one time, but now you sound more like a signal drifting in the wind. And you'll never see numbers 
Cause you can sell again Get Clear Channel knows what they're doing Or so they say But no one's listening anymore Because they really and that is that uh, Peter Bolger's got a perfect record. Oh! Nice going, Pete. He's 0 for a lifetime. He has never failed to fail. Going back to the Zeta days when he was the program director, and, of course, the only hit show was the morning show with uh, the bird and Captain Dave and yours truly. That was the only hit show. The rest of the day we were doing, like, grotesque <laughs> numbers. And then, of course, he moved over to the AM, and they started vanishing into the uh, woodwork. And then he was with the light bulb, which, of course, now, rest in peace, vanished into the woodwork. And, of course, all the people that worked over there told me that they were doing much, much worse when he was there than they did before when they were kind of like on their own. Once he stuck his fine finger in there and started shuffling the deck and moving everybody around. I wonder whose deck is bigger over there. And now here he goes with stupid talk. And here's a great fact, by the way. So we only had two calls about that off the air, one of them allegedly from the inside, a spy report about how Brooke Daniels was on there yesterday and uh, resigned and uh, is not going to be something like that? I'd like to get the definitive story on that. Isn't everybody like uh, She must have had a gigantic audience over there yesterday. If we only get two calls, two spy reports about it, if she was really on at all. But here's somebody faxes them a thing and sends me a copy. It says, urgent. For the first time in more than six years, I have nothing to listen to on talk radio in the afternoons. Obviously, somebody's not a sports uh, nerd. I can't believe that you replaced the talented Rick and Suds for that big interchangeable zero called Brooke Daniels, as in Babbling Brook. <laughs> then you insult the listener's intelligence by running promos heralding the return of Brooke as if she's some huge talent. Oh, she's huge, all right, and there's been some sort of demand for her. Give me a break, gentlemen, it says. It's mathematically impossible, but your company has made the wrong decision in each case regarding WYOD and what is now WYNZ Super Talk. You would have thought that at least once you would stumble into the wrong answer, but that just isn't the case. From losing Phil Henry and Neil Rogers, then hiring a bunch of no-talent outsiders, Scoot, who you agreed to pay $100,000, in which there was not one host that was even remotely entertaining. Instead, they just all followed the same, the listeners in idiot format. If that wasn't bad enough, you gave the stronger signal in all news format, and that station's lucky if it gets a two-share. Now this crap with Rick and Suds back in the morning and this no-talent automaton chattering away in the <laughs> afternoon. How is it possible every change has made things worse, but that is the case, so it says here. I seriously hope that those in charge of the decision-making at Queer Channel Communications, formerly Paxson for the past two years, are fired, have a miserable Christmas and New Year from hell. Unsigned. Oh! How do you like that? Somebody a little bit distraught, it would appear to me. So are we going to get the real story on that? Come on, we need some spy reports. There's other stuff going on besides the goddamn dolphin game. All you front-running phonies out there. Oh, Danny boy, you know, give me a break. A week ago, they were slicing him up a big fat ass. They were carving him up like a Thanksgiving turkey. And now he goes out there last night, and like I said, if it weren't for the worst officiating in the history of the National Football League, all in one game, by the same boneheads that consistently have been grotesque. I mean, you know, they keep having these discussions about replay and about this. How about you get somebody under the age of 100 would be good to go out there and officiate games? Like you really cared. But if it wouldn't have been for that, it would have been a blowout. They would have just blown Denver right off the field last night with even reasonable officiating. But we get all these front-running phonies out there. Well, then he sucks. Oh, now he's great. Next week he'll suck again if they lose in Atlanta. Really phonies. And, of course, last night there was a very important sporting event. It took place at Maple Leaf Gardens in Toronto. Final score, Pittsburgh Penguins 1, Maple Leafs 7. Oh! As the Leafs continue to be a gigantic scoring machine, you can hear Foster Hewitt squeaking from the outer world, from that big hockey from the gondola up in the sky. You can hear Foster squeaking, making little squeaking sounds, and Bill Hewitt right behind. 
Here's a great uh, article, by the way. There are all these different articles, pro and con, in and out. Now that the Republicans are scrambling, their opinion polls keep going higher and higher and higher for Bubba. No more Bubba Mices is what they're saying. We like Bubba without the Mices. That's right. That's what they're saying. Didn't you hear that? That's on the front page of the New York Times today. Then that A.M. Rosenthal man, I think the Jews ought to excommunicate him from the New York Times, real right-wing asshole. But at any rate, so I'm picking the one article that makes some sense because I happen to agree with it, and it does make sense. Bob Herbert writes in the New York Times, the GOP has become party of fanatics. He could have taken this right from me. He says, in the end, the will of the people meant nothing. Bob Livingston couldn't have been clearer about that. His minds and the minds of his followers were closed. Even as the bombing continued in Iraq, and Americans from coast to coast were clamoring for an alternative to impeachment, even as his own adulterous past was being flushed out in the grotesque invasions of privacy that inevitably followed the relentless prurient, prurient pursuit of the president, even as the country began to contemplate the destructive effect of a lengthy and bitter Senate trial, the Speaker designated arrogantly and stupidly proclaimed, let us disregard the outside influences. The radicals on the Hill would hear nothing but the echoes of their own fanaticism. Impeach, impeach. The Republicans will pay a huge price for their brazen, utterly partisan attempt to drag a president from the White House in defiance of the will of the people, says Bob Herbert. He says the GOP can no longer conceal that it is a party of extremists, of right-wing absolutists, a party out of step with the political and cultural orientation of most Americans. Oh! Bob Livingston may be leaving, but his arrogant comment can still serve as his party's slogan, let us disregard the outside influences, let us disregard the people. Great column there by Bob Herbert in the goddamn New York Times reprinted in your Herald this morning. How do you like that? Nice going there, Bob. Says it exactly like it is. The popularity of the... You can't complain about the popularity of the Republican Party because uh, there isn't any anymore, okay? They're in the minus column. In fact, it just said they owe points. Yeah, that's right. It said, how about that Republican popularity? Oh, our polls just show that they're at all points. They're in the minus, kind of like uh, stupid talk. So the trend is coming out this afternoon at 2.30. So that'll kill a good show tomorrow. That'll be good. During these holidays, as we do all requests, this week and next week, we'll have the van out again, I'm assuming, today, no doubt. Huh? Because now we can go for 125 grand for sure. Oh! We have about, let me say it again, $120,529. All those detractors out there. How's little bald-headed Buddy Nevins doing over there at the Sun Sentinel, huh? With the four heads, uh, hairs on the middle of the four heads on the middle of his hair. That's right. Little shrimpy uh, piece of turd. Who uh, comes up to most people. Rectum. That's right. And I'll just start looking right now. Oh, that corrosive talk host, like I said, let's just keep raking in the money for Center One, and if they don't, uh, you know, if nobody wants to acknowledge it, that's fine with us, because the money will go to a good cause. They'll get it, and uh, the whole audience understands and knows about it, and that's all that counts. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, Neil, I was just listening on uh, Spanish station talk radio. See? There's a new uh, thing by the gangs. What they do is at night they sit in a waiting car and put their headlights off. Yeah. And the first person that tells them, the first good Samaritan that tells them to turn on their headlights, they have it there, which is an initiation, and they have to go and have to shoot that car. Great. So I just thought that, you know, you let everybody know, and all the bagels out there know that. Thank you. Lovely. Okay, thank you. Okay, thanks for the good news, whatever the hell you said. Okay, another uh, crank call. Okay, two open line waited all that time for that. Yes, I understand. Thank you very much. I appreciate it very much. Uh, 5670560, Palm 560 on a mobile one line. Any reports on uh, the Brookmeister? Huh? <laughs> Nobody was listening to that yesterday? I mean, that's shocking, you know, because basically speaking, uh, this is a talk show, and that's supposed to be your talk station like round o'clock, stupid talk. And we had like one inside spy report, one from outside, and that was it. So they must be really doing some kind of a, a fantastic job. <laughs> Maybe we just aren't. Maybe we're just deluding ourselves. Here's a lady in Durrell. Hello. 
Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I didn't hear it at all. I, I wouldn't listen. Yeah. Um, but I did want to say one thing. Yes. The new Speaker of the House, Nate, the one that they're looking at for um, this uh, Speaker of the House job. Yeah. Uh, Humpy ex, Dumpy. Ex-wrestling ex coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I wonder what's going to come out of the woodwork there. Oh, yeah, wrestling coaches. We know about all those wrestlers, yeah. <laughs> Never it. thought about that. That's all I have to ask. Okay, thank you. Well, let's start grappling with that, okay? Start thinking about that, boys and girls. You know about those wrestlers, don't you? Do we know about them? Do we? Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are yes, you? Okay. Good. I just want to tell you, I've been listening to you since August. Moved down here from Rhode Island. Yeah. And I bought a couple of your CDs, and I'm bringing them home to my friends. Great. Thank you very much. You bet. Okay. Oh, that's it. Okay, they're just hit and run today. Very short, very sweet. Let's talk about that game last night, shall we? No. No, I mean a hockey game. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on a mobile one line. It's all request Tuesday. It's the holidays, but it's going to be just like yesterday. I'll just play the rack again, okay? Our people, they got nothing to say. In fact, it was funny because on Saturday at the hockey game, people were saying because we had the impeachment stuff was going on. They were drafting two articles of impeachment against El Presidente, and we were dropping the bombs on Iraq. And people kept coming up to me at the game saying, boy, Monday, you're sure going to have a lot to talk about. And, yeah, I had a lot to talk about yesterday. Did the audience? No. Do they have anything to talk about today? No. Except front-running phonies. It's Super Bowl. You can smell it, can't you? Can you smell that bowl? It's not the uh, bowl you're thinking of necessarily, but you can almost smell that bowl right around the edges. Five, six, seven. It's our last call for calls today, and then I'm playing the uh, Christmas rack, okay? Playing all of Neil's favorite hits. Yeah, as we sit there with an empty board. Isn't this incredible? And you listen this morning, just one after another, these front-running phonies. Oh, yeah, Daddy, you're the best. We're kicking ass. We're going all the way. We, we. There's that we again. You know what? I wonder who I wonder who the hell they picked that up from, huh? Especially on a morning show on this station. We, we, we. Yeah, we, we. We're great. We're number one. 26 after 10 at 560 WQM. It puts the lotion in the basket. KTEL presents number 748 of the greatest songs of love, especially for the lady in your life, by Jerry Lewis. Lady, when I'm with you, I'm crazy. Yeah. Nobody loves songs for your lady, all interpreted by the love meister himself, the inimitable superstar entertainer, Jerry Lewis. And you'll get your favorite lady love song. Lady, lady, lady. It's an amazing compendium of 748 love songs for your lady, all digitally remastered and all performed by the masterful superstar, Jerry Lewis. Hi, this is Jerry, inviting you to join me on KTEL Records as we pay a very special musical tribute to the lady. You'll get this Aerosmith classic. Hey, hey, you look like a lady. Hey, hey, dude, looks like a lady. It's Jerry. It's a little old lady with a pair of tweezers. And Ellen Ruddy's hit never sounded better. That ain't no way to treat a lady. Go no away. Go 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 away. The lady. You are the lady with a knife. Jerry Lewis. Hi. Yeah, how about that band? That's 748 fabulous lady songs on 35 CDs or 128 track tapes. All remixed in glorious models from the original cassette masters. And it's a collection you'll cherish, your friends will love, and your lady will never forget. It's all yours for 17 easy payments of only $32.95, and it's only from KTEL Records. You can 
tell is hate tell. We go. 1032 at 560 WQM. You can uh, also tell that you're getting a little bit overweight when they need crowbars and plywood to get you out of the house. Like that 800-pound woman in uh, somewhere up in Broward. I don't have the story. For some reason, I scoured my paper this morning. Can't find the story. But it's all over the place. She's in critical condition in a Broward hospital. And they also, by the way, couldn't get her into the hospital room. The emergency crew at the hospital had to do uh, their work, uh, their immediate work uh, outside. And I guess they had to, like, remove door frames and uh, drop her through a, uh, with a crane. You're starting to get a little bit. You need to get out of the house once in a while when you, uh, they said she hadn't been out of the house for years. So, see, if Geraldo would have just not gone off the air and started doing all this political crap, if he would have stayed on one more season with that other uh, tabloid show, maybe we could have gotten her out of the house. 800 pounds, okay? Making even Al Goldstein look like Rumble Stiltskin on a bad day. Here's another great story. Man, now I want you to listen very carefully to this about American justice. Man convicted of raping fiancé he later married. Belafonte, Pennsylvania. Is that named after Harry? A man was sentenced to 15 to 32 years in prison on Monday for kicking in his fiancé's door, taking her hostage at gunpoint, and raping her, even though the woman married him 27 days after the attack. Shane A. Dawson, 35, was convicted in October of attacking his fiancée during a nine-hour standoff in 1997 because she had tried to end a relationship. The woman, 21, whose name was not released, changed her story at the trial, saying she accused Dawson under pressure from her family, but the jury found him guilty anyway oh! and said, okay, 15 to 32 years. That is justice. For justice, you know who we have to go see, don't you? Because if you want to go to the court system, forget it. If you want real justice, you go see... Don Corleone. That's right. F&A, as they say, in the big time. Okay, let's uh, try Coconut Grove. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, happy holidays to you. And the same to you. I hope you're feeling better today after that uh, lengthy tirade against those uh, bimbos yesterday that, uh, you know, accosted you at the, uh, the show the other day. You know, if you could have only seen these two women dressed in their black outfits like they were going to a funeral, they looked like something out of great expectations. You know, all we needed was the cobwebs. Elvira lookalikes. Yeah. Hopefully. Not. Neil, I have a request to be in the spirit of uh, the holidays. Yes, sir. Could you play uh, Pocahontas? Okay. Hey, thanks a lot. And have a happy. You too. Okay, it's all request week because obviously these people, they got no material this week. All they want to talk about is it's the Dolphin Super Bowl. Come on, let's play that. Let's, should we play a little bit of that? About uh, 20 or 30 seconds? There we go. Miami has Dolphin. The greatest. There you go. And how about now? First, it was the classic animated Disney adventure, Pocahontas. Now, hot on its heels comes the live-action sequel. Richard Simmons is Pocahontas. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Camp Wanafella, the first alternative lifestyle summer camp for adult men. Now, I'm your head counselor, Pocahontas. Are there any questions? Yes, your name's Pocahontas. Do you have a little Indian in you? No, but the night's still young. Ow, ow, seriously. Ow. Let's get some sleep now. Tomorrow we'll be up at the crack of dawn. Oh, by the way, have you met my brother Don? Don, stand up and introduce yourself. Richard Simmons is Pocahontas. And at Camp Wanapala, the campfire isn't the only thing that's flaming. Ow. Okay, guys. Ugh. One more weenie and I'm going to gang. Where is Wayland Flowers gone? Oh. Pack corn and I don't care. Pack corn. Oh, all right. 
Now I'll show you how to make it tomorrow. First, you pack the fuzz. Oh, and the marshmallows. And now, Graham. Come here, Greg. <laughs> You'll hear fascinating campfire stories. Well, of course, my great uncle was at Little Bighorn. He was very close to General George Armstrong Custer. They were actually dating towards me. The general was quite aroused. I guess you could say my uncle was there for Custer's second to last day. <laughs> <laughs> On the big screen this summer, it's Pocahontas, co-starring Jim J. Bullock as Little Big Swallow. Wow, I sure do enjoy the great back to... <laughs> I mean the outdoors. <laughs> oh, the camp bus is full. Pocahontas, can I ride in your Jeep? Sure. Have you ever ridden in a Cherokee? No, but I once French kissed an Iroquois. <laughs> Oka Heine, also starring Dom DeLuise as Spitting Bull, Charles Nelson Riley as Spitting Bull, and Chuck Berry as Squatting Bull. Also starring Snoop Doggy Dog as Geronimo Foe. And featuring a special cameo appearance you won't want to miss. Hey, isn't that famed attorney Robert Shapiro? Yes, I am a counselor here. But you're not an Indian. Yes, I am. What tribe? What else? Sue. With Oka Heine from Touch School Pictures. Twenty-two to eleven at five sixty WQAM. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Um, this is Dan from Pizza Loft. Um, do you have any porn videos left for nothing? Okay, uh, we, it's going to be a great day today, baby. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Where are you going next? Here's uh, Hollywood. Hello, Hollywood. Yeah, how you doing, uh, Neil? Good question. I don't know, sir. The verdict is still out. Okay, it's I got early. a short joke for you. You got a one? Short joke. For okay, you. short enough. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Twenty one before eleven. I'm just going to play the rack. There's no point in even trying. These calls today, these people are whacked out, baby. They got nothing to say. We were rolling along for weeks on end. We're rolling along, singing a song. We're raising tons of cash for Center One. Everything is going along well. And all of a sudden, man, like happens every night. Like, it's like in Demolition Derby doing a talk show in this town. Every once in a while, you just run smack into a brick wall. Bam, like that. And that's it. So it's the holidays. It's hectic. They're very busy. They got no material. I mean, we only got impeachments and we're bombing Iraq. And, uh, you know, they want to talk about the goddamn Dolphins are going to win the Super Bowl. All these very, very loyal fans who really, you know, they're consistent. They really understand what they're looking at. 21 before 11 at 560 WQM. Floridians, dumb as dirt. Word, word. 
1045 at 560 WQM. I say we spend the next three hours and 15 minutes talking about those two bitches at uh, Borders on Saturday. There you go. That'll kill some good time. By the way, thanks to my good close personal friend Bruce Davidson from Don Green Poultry in Opelaka, who came by with, an, with a case, not just with like a couple of little boxes, a case of my Tyson's uh, seasoned beef strips and a bunch of vegetables, too. And some beverages that you can't have. Oh, and a bunch of stuff for George is what he's trying to say. In other words, stuff with sugar in it. Thanks a lot, uh, Bruce, and uh, happy whatever you're celebrating. Okay, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line, a real fly opener yesterday and today. So are they going to go out to Weston today or what? Yes. Good. Lou. Lou is going out. Lou is going to go out. Okay, so you don't have to worry about getting hit on by Chris or Sam. Lou is going to take the QAM van somewhere out to Weston. We'll tell you exactly where. And we'll raise some more money. We did 320 uh, bucks at the game last night at Gate G. So our total now is 120849 And uh, we're going to do over 125 grand. You could bet your life on it. Not mine, but yours. Unbelievable. Nice going, guys. Here's a lady in North Miami. Hello. Lady in North Miami, going once. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Uh, happy holiday. Communications problem today. Yes. I love you, and I love you so. Uh huh. I have a request. Yes. Can you put on Dick Dax? Okay. And I, I think those dolphins suck. Yeah. Okay. Bye bye. Okay, go drink some more. Okay, have another one, man. Come on, have another one. There we go. Bottoms up. Not even eleven o'clock in the morning yet, and she's already in the bag. Five six seven oh five sixty. Here's my last plea of the day. We got one call on the board, and it's going. Is it going to be this way all the way through uh, till New Year's? Uh-huh. Oh, great! Like I said, man, I could think of so many places to go between now and then. Here's Margate. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, uh, I saw the story last night on the news about the eight hundred pound lady. Yeah. They had to bring in a flatbed tr- tow truck to take her to the hospital, and what? When they got to the hospital, the news crew followed her there. And it started pouring rain on it. All right. So they had to cover with a tarp. Yeah. I mean, not a blanket. Like but a building. A... You're like a, like, a, like a baseball diamond. Exactly. They covered it with a tarp, right? They brought out the tarp on it. Mm-hmm. Hey, I like got a, a... Park. <laughs> I get a quick request. Um, when you get to be about 800 pounds, it's time to start uh, getting out. In fact, just before you start getting to the point where you can't get through the door frame, that's the time to start getting out of the house a little bit. <laughs> like maybe once or twice a week. Just once, yeah, right? Yeah. I got a quick request. Yes, sir. Um, could you play uh, Elvis Meaning for the Holidays? You know what I'm talking about? Elvis Claus? Yes, that's okay. it. Okay, well, every day. Okay, have a great day, pal. Okay, they got the same three, uh, you know. Wow, what a nice deck. Thanks. I love his deck. It's so big. I think mine's bigger. I've seen your deck. It's not bigger. When did he show you his deck? Over at his house? I was on his deck. You wrote his deck? It was before your deck. Your deck is thicker. My deck was pretty firm then. You had a rock-hard deck. It's softer now. When were you on his deck? One summer. For how long? Did you enjoy it? At the time. But my deck's bigger. What is it with you guys and your decks? How many decks have you been on? On? 
does it matter? You just can't get enough deck, can you? Yours is the biggest and the best, okay? How much do you love my deck? Oh, let me kiss it. I'm going to kiss your deck. Oh, yeah. Kiss my deck, baby. And stroke it. Ah, rub my deck. This is really kinky. What? I've never seen a woman climb on another man's deck and rub his hard deck and stroke his firm deck. Does it turn you on? You never did that to my deck. I love his deck. Ooh, yeah, baby. Suck my deck. Mmm. Mmm. Ooh, yeah, love my deck, deck sucker. Ouch. Oh. What? Splinters. Just swallow. Never. Spit it out. <laughs> Girls love big, hard decks on a man. Girls don't like tiny, rough decks. Big, thick decks. Available at Dick's Decks. See your yellow pages. A teenager who stabbed his ex-girlfriend's parents while wearing a black robe and white mask like the attacker in the slasher movie Scream 2 was sentenced on Monday to 45 years in prison. Oh! Thaddeus Swim, 16, thinker Swim, indicated he was influenced by movies and that his reality and fiction started to intertwine, District Attorney Tim Scobie said. Swimmin pleaded guilty to battery and attempted murder for wounding Eugene and Debbie Nightje in their home on July 27th. Debbie Nightje was seriously wounded in the neck. Her husband, a police officer, had less serious wounds. Well, he saw the movie. He, uh, you know, he's, uh... Too bad Ellis Rubin couldn't get on that, uh, that one, huh? Uh -huh. Movie intoxication, baby. How's Ronnie Zamora doing, by the way? Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen, I love you, but I got to tell you, between you and that report by Dwight Lauderdale... I mean, you just killed the tea rooms here in this town. Hello? What are you talking about, sir? Well, all what are the you Are you a tea room cruiser? Is that it? You're a tea room pervert? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, trace the call, George. Okay, one call left on the board, and that's it. 5670560. That's, uh, that's what you call a SOT in the trade, SOT. Sorry, old troll. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Yeah, Camille. Or SOQ. Sorry, old queen. Yes, sir. Put Socket the lotion in the basket or else it gets the hose again. It rubs the lotion on its skin. Yeah, listen. Yeah. I'm at the Dolphin game last night. Uh-huh. Sitting next to this sorry bunch of, bunch of Dolphin fans, and they're all screaming in the first half, Go home! Go home! The Dolphins suck! We see them at the end of the game walking down the turnstile, chanting with a big... A big godforsaken crowd. We're talking crowd. Super Bowl because we're the yeah, front-running exactly. phone. Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. The guy next to me was sitting in the section, too, and he says, I want to attack him. I want to kick him. I want to kill him, and that's what they deserve. Yeah. They deserve it because that's the way these, all these fans are. The worst fans in the world are right here in this town, sir. And, oh, they're talking about all the noise they made and all that. You know, big deal. It's, a, it's like turning on and off a faucet. You know, it's just uh, sad, very sad. And See, one thing, Dave, one thing we don't Dave, have to worry about, yeah. Read Dave Hyde's column today. He he calls for their head one week, and now he wants to, you know, grab... Oh, it's all the same bullcrap. I mean, if you listened a week ago on this station, every one of the sports shows, all these nerds calling in, ripping Marino, ripping the team. They got no receivers. They got no this, no running game, which, of course, they don't have. But, I mean, uh, just unbelievable. Jimmy sucks. You know, even though his mother died the other day, they still were, if they would have lost last night, they'd be ripping him today. Just, these fans are the absolute worst, even worse than the fans in Philadelphia, which is saying a lot. See, we don't have to worry about that at the hockey games because they don't understand the game at all. So, like I said yesterday, it's just a social event. They don't have enough understanding of the sport itself to really critique this one's good, that one's bad. So they just sit there and they're schmoozing and laughing and, hey, da 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 da, -da. You know, we're just having a good time. It's a party. So you don't have to worry about uh, front-running phony, unless, of course, we have a year like three years ago when everybody jumps on the bandwagon. We're talking Stanley Cup because we're the Florida Panthers, you know, that stuff. 
Looks like we'll get Margaret back to do that thing about, you know, up, up, uh, go Panthers, go up and down the ice. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing, Neil? Great. Listen, Never been I, better, sir. This is from the movie Silence of the Lambs. Um, the guy, um, no pain is precious. Yeah. Remember that part? It puts the lotion in the basket. Oh, yeah, right. Neil, listen, I was wondering, uh, for uh, what do you celebrate on the 24th? What do you eat? What do I celebrate on the 24th of Yeah, what? like, what, what do you eat, like, for Christmas Eve? Is there a particular Tuesday. meal? Oh, yeah? Yeah. And the twenty fifth and twenty sixth, twenty seventh. Because I'm, I'm Cuban and I, I just don't understand how some of these Cubans actually buy like live pigs. And the other day, this well, Cubans like pork, like I said. Yeah, but they buy them like they're still alive, like running around. And they told me how they kill them so the meat tastes better. Like they say, they mm-hmm. yeah, they say they hit them across the head. Because well, there's nothing like fresh pork. But they hit them upside the head with the two by four, and then sometimes they squeal because they're not dead. And, and I don't know, I just. That's pretty barbaric. I wonder if Ned Beatty can relate to it. Okay, thanks for the good news, sir. There's more about news about the barbaric Cubans. <laughs> yep, too bad if it weren't for Manny, we'd have the original pig squeal from years ago. If it weren't for our good, close, personal friend Manny, remember those days when he was slicing up the carts? He denies that to this day. No, no, he admitted it to me. And then, then uh, later on, he denied it after he turned out to be the uh, the phantom uh, cart slicer. Or maybe it was just Sonny Hirschberg stuff that we took one of those carts that had the S on it. Yeah, we've had a lot of strange people that I've worked with over the years in this town. Boy, I mean, I'm strange, but believe me, very normal compared to many of these people, including the guy that used to come in, all the equipment used to disappear, that was uh, sleeping in his car. I don't want to mention his name. Five six seven oh five sixty. Well, he had to support his habit, okay? So he was selling like, we'd come in one day, the board would be gone. Next day, the transmitter, there were parts missing from it. He had to support a little bit of a habit. Five six seven oh five sixty pound 560, on the mobile one line. Thank God we came over here where it's like everybody's normal. <laughs> How's the, what's his name doing, by the way, the uh, voice of the station? Oh, okay, here's a mobile in Delray. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I want to declare that 1998 was a sucky, sucky year. Based on? Based on just the way everything feels, the way business is, the way people are. The market are. is booming, man. The market is uh, kicking yeah, well, the market, ass. Listen, I, I, I don't give a crap about the market. I'm talking about people that go to work every day yeah. and slug it out. Everybody's having a crappy year Crap. announcing it. Uh-huh. That's so all. I mean, you know, I have everybody's, you know, saying that, oh, this and that, the market, well, you know. I don't know. I'm making the, pretty good bucks. George is uh, doing pretty good this year. Yeah, well, I'm not having the best year this year. And a lot Damn of people it. I talk to are, are not having the best year this year. And a lot of it has to do with Baldy. Yeah. Mess, oh, by the way, part. they showed him on the sideline there late in the game last night when the game was pretty much in the bag, and they showed him on the sideline with his big pock bar. You know something? He and the moon are the same. I think he's the same thing. I think he's the moon man. Talk he about crater like, puss. He looks like a, 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 like a Baroque caricature of, of, of an evil face. You know? yeah. I mean, if you were to... He is evil. He just uh, he, he exudes evil. And he's, he's, hurt, he's hurt a lot of people in the car business this year. And, yeah. Uh, and a lot of people are, are not doing real well. Well, the only have... one thing that will make you feel better, take a look at that Republic stock, and you'll feel a little bit better anyway. Well, you know, it, it ain't Even his money. Even though it's money. not cost, that's right, yeah. It's not his money. It's everybody in the car business that he screwed. It's their money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting and there And that Florida Panther is holding, I guess he uh, did pretty good on that with his good business buddies. They did okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's doing all right. And, and screw all the little men, so. Well, for the holidays this year, how about a Wayne Hypinga voodoo doll? Just stick some pins in it. You'll feel. In fact, stick some <laughs> pins in each one of those craters. 
On behalf of all the little men, I'm saying that this year, just plain sucks. Okay, it'll be over soon, pal. Yeah. Okay, the worst, the worst Crap. is yet to come. Open line of day two at Broward. We're like off to a real crawling start here today. It's all requested. It's the holidays. We're supposed to be in a good mood. These people are cats got it, man. Cats got their tongue. Four minutes before 11 o'clock. Well, see, they don't like it. They want to hear. They, they were hoping I'd come on today and continue the cacophony of sewage that's going to come on for the next at least two, three days. We're talking Super Bowl because we're the Miami. Come on, let's hear it. Do I care? No. See, and that's why I can be objective because I'm, I'm totally unattached. I gave that up about four or five years ago. I don't care one way or the other, and I can, I can view it very objectively and view the entire passing scene objectively, and it's uh, kind of laughable when you come right down to it. It's sad. You can kiss my rear end. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. This here is the king. I know I haven't been around much for a while, but I want you all to know that up here in rock and roll heaven, I'll be thinking of you this Christmas. And I could give you all a special Christmas message. A message of peace. Like, uh, how about a little piece of that pie going by? Thank you. Thank you very much. Like I was saying, Christmas is a time of hope, a time of joy, a time for loving. And I sure would love it. Take life by feature you got there. Okay, oh, one more. No more, one more. Oh, yeah, Christmas. Now, Christmas to me means family. And family means friends. And friends means getting together. And getting together means eating. I'll pass you that drumstick, would you please? Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I just want to say to you right now, you know, I may be a big star, maybe too big, but ain't nobody so big you can't reach out a helping hand, a helping uh, a hand. Uh, would you hand me a helping of those mashed potatoes over there, would you please? Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, like I was saying, ain't nobody so big you can't stoop to help a friend in need over the holiday season. Now, speaking of season, you want to pass me that salt sugar when you get the chance? Thank you. Yeah, just, just don't screw the cover, that's right. Thank you. Thank you very much. So this Christmas, why don't y'all take a tip from old Aeolus? No, no, leave those steak tips right where they are, you know what I mean? No, I appreciate it. Thank you. I want you to remember, we're all part of God's great big family. And you know God made man unto his own image. And look in the mirror, I'd have to say God must be a big, big sin of a gun, you know what I mean? I think you do. But I especially want y'all to remember this one last thing. When you're all at home this Christmas, stringing that popcorn up on the tree, save a big, big bowl for the can. Extra butter, know what I mean? I think you did. Thank you. Thank you very much. 11.03 at 5.50 WQM. The Republicans are peeing in their pants because now Al Gore, did you hear it this morning? Gore announces that if uh, Clinton is removed from office, if he's convicted in the Senate trial or resigns either or of the above, that he's going to name uh, Larry Flint as his vice president. There you go, Al. Oh! It's going. They're shaking in their boots, baby. They're shaking it. Here's a mobile in Sunrise. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Hey, I had some news on uh, Brooke Daniels from Super Talk. Well, yesterday. it's about time. It took us over an hour to get the real story here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I've been trying to call you in between my accounts on the payphones, but you guys have been busy for a while. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, I was listening to her for about a total of 45 minutes yesterday, and uh, uh, aside from the fact that she was uh, like hawking and chacking for some free food all the time, uh huh. And yeah, uh, she really needs it. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen her, but I think the most most uh, humorous thing I. I uh, I heard her say was how she got her job. She met uh, Peter Bolger at a tire kingdom. She was getting a tire fix, and he's like, hey, how you doing? You want a job? And she's like, well, okay. So uh, that's how she was uh, promoted back into her position. 
You mean uh, coming back? You're yeah, talking about recently. As, yeah, after she had been fired, she was after the year. She had yeah. met him at a tire kingdom, and, and he offered her a job back. Perfect, excellent. Yeah, and so did she. Uh, is this bullcrap about her resigning on the air? Is that or did you? Well, I, I just heard that on your station. But uh, as for the calls yesterday, her calls seemed to be pretty steady. Everybody calling, welcoming her back. But uh -huh. uh, I don't know. Well, I'm glad somebody's calls are real steady. That's good. So, in other words, I got the big audience out there, but everybody else gets the calls. I just sit here and uh, talk to myself. <laughs> I That's guess great. so. Even Brooke Daniels is getting calls. How do you like that? <laughs> All right, happy holidays, Thanks for the Back to you, sir. How do you like those apples, huh? They bring back that uh, obnoxious bitch. I don't believe that thing about her quitting on here yesterday. Uh, probably a publicity stunt. Probably using us to, uh, you know, what? Maybe they didn't say she was quitting on the air, and I just uh, read that into it. Oh, in other words, she uh, walked out afterwards? Well, let's find out. Let's get uh, the inside story over there. Let's have Ron or Pete call in on the air and tell us what's really going on. How come none of those say, uh, here's uh, Fort Myers, hello? Uh, yes, Neil. Uh, happy holidays. And back to you, sir. I just wanted to relate a little traveling story uh, you might find humorous. Uh, you know how when you get on the plane, it's always the guy next to you has got to be uh, about four or 500 pounds. Mm -hmm. It's never the beautiful woman or beautiful male or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, three or four aisles away that, that you wish would have been. Yeah, somebody out. with real bad gas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, this time uh, coming back, uh, probably the most beautiful uh, woman on the plane was sitting right next to me. Mm -hmm. And it turns out she's French. And I understand now what you say about the French people. I, yeah. uh, I travel quite a bit, but I haven't been to Europe. And uh, this woman, I mean, I was really trying to get a conversation going, but uh, the stench was, uh, was really <laughs> incredible. It was, uh, I don't know if you've ever been on a cattle farm, but uh, oh, it's yeah. like... Uh, ever stop like, in traffic in, in a hot summer day with one of those pig trucks pull up alongside? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. something like that. It's that kind of a woman. A uh -huh. sweet, acrid smell. Right. So the entire French people are like that? Uh, I mean, in your opinion? Yeah, basically, they don't bathe. They're not into it. The whole damn country? Because they keep dropping the soap, so they figure the easiest way to solve that problem is don't ever pick it up. Golly. Okay. Well, that's really all I had. I, okay, I, was, coming back, uh, I was coming back from don't, Columbia, though, and, you know, again. I still have my negative attitude about that whole country. Yeah, okay, there. great. Okay, we know who that is. That's uh, our guy, the uh, Colombian basher, calling in. Waited till the end of the call to spring that. So he don't like Colombians, he don't like Frenchmen, he don't like anybody, so it's a good thing he's in Fort Myers. Oh. There you go. Open line in day two in Broward. He fits right in over there. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile, a mobile in Fort Myers. Boy, we got to run over there. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Did you ever live over here on the West Coast? In Sarasota, yeah, 25 years ago. I'm wondering if it was conser as conservative as it is here in Fort Myers. I just saw a, a license, uh, not a license plate, but a, a bumper sticker that said, Jack Kevorkian for White House doctor. Mm. Can you believe that? Sure. I just, I, I just can't believe how conservative these people are over That's here. That's why it's a miracle that this show is on the air over there. It's amazing that there are well, many people listening on the West Coast. I guess it's their only contact with anything to the left of Attila the Hun. Yeah. Well, thank God you're on, because we need to have somebody like you. Okay, watch out here. for those Colombians. I hear they're coming. Right. Tell that other guy they're coming in a uh, banana boat. Okay. Okay, see ya. Boy, we're big in Fort Myers this morning. Not too big in Dayton Broward, but we're big over there. So Brooke Daniels, she's getting calls. <laughs> the sports nerds, they're getting 25 million calls. We're smelling Super Bowl, but us, it's the same old story again, man. We've uh, suffered a relapse here. We've taken several steps back. Just when things, and it's always this way. Haven't you heard me say this for about 600 years? Every time things get a little bit too good, right away the audience brings you back to a stark, harsh reality, like to you, mister. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's 1108 on QM. We got Hank from the Sporting Brews at 2. We got Dave O'Brien, one of the voices of your Florida Marlins at 6 o'clock, sitting in for the Bookster talking baseball in December. 
And then we got Eddie Kay at 8 o'clock tonight with our convulsive gambling show. It puts the lotion in the basket. How can you be sure the buckwheat pillow you're buying is authentic? Yeah. It's easy if you look for the picture of buckwheat on the label. Five, nine buckwheat. That's right. There's only one buckwheat, and that means only one buckwheat pillow. Give it a try. No, this pillow kind of mushy. No, it's mushy. That's because every buckwheat pillow is filled with the little rascal's least favorite breakfast food. I hate mud. Huh? He said he hates mud. So did Petey. Huh? Yep, it may not be good for eating, but it sure is good for sleeping. The original buckwheat pillow. Order one today. It's so easy. Just call. Monday turning. Make the Get the buckwheat pillow. And you'll sleep okay. 713 and 560 WQM. Life just ain't the same since we lost the little rascals, you know, and that dog with the uh, thing on its eye. Two open lines in Broward. Are these uh, working today, by the way? I thought I'd better just check 5 and 6 just to make sure because I know that they're just dying. Like that guy said, you've been so busy this morning. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's the mobile in Pompano. Hello. Bill. Yes, sir. Yeah, I caught about a half hour of that. that abortion yesterday um and what was that with daniels oh and crash she had her boyfriend call in and, <laughs> yeah did, you know, she say, gonna bring, did she say it wants the x-ray <laughs> uh i wasn't gonna bring karen k back yeah um couple requests and don't forget greg oh oh um, Neil Rogers disease, and if you have it, Phil Henry's Christ cookies. Phil Henry's what? Uh, Christ cookies. The lady calling in about the uh, Christ Aroni, she was calling it Christ cookies, though. I think it was on the best of. What is it? Oh, you can eat either. No. That's not about Christ cookies. Okay, whatever you say. It's what the communion of... thing that I know about. What? Don't make a big deal out of it, okay? He's a good guy, but he's uh, boring. Okay, Broward lines all open. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Spain's Jews celebrate Hanukkah for the first time in five hundred years. Oi! By the way, even on Guiding Light yesterday, they're celebrating Hanukkah. What's your name? I can't even think of her name. The uh, Bimbet that is trying to steal away Jesse from Michelle. Now that Michelle got replaced by a real ugly bitch. All of a sudden, we find out that in Springfield, out in the middle of the Midwest, there's a Jew out there. Oh, oh my God. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, we discover that she was Jewish and her parents died and she's not celebrating Hanukkah. And all of a sudden, Jesse surprises her. Out of nowhere, he whips up a menorah. Hey! Boy! I mean, you talk about Bubba Mice's baby. Here's a menorah on Guiding Light. Even Papa Bauer is rolling in his grave. For the first time since Spain decimated its Jewish population with inquisition and expulsion more than 500 years ago, the country's small... What am I laughing about? Because we're used to it by now. No matter where we go, hey, in the year next, you know. The country's small Jewish community has celebrated publicly Hanukkah. That's right, publicly. This is an emotional and unforgettable day, said Mayor Joachim Nadal, told the gathering besides the ruins of Giranella Tower, where the city's Jews sought refuge from mobs in 1391, a century before Spain's rulers drove almost the entire community from the country. And they're going, and they had a Sephardic rabbi, he's going, Baruch HaTah, and she was doing there on Guiding Light yesterday, she's doing Baruch Atei Adonai Elohei, oh my God. Even Laura was upset. Laura Schwartz was embarrassed by it, and she was reading it uh, from right to left. Here's uh, Boca. Hello. Oh, I never thought I'd miss Rick's whining and stock quoting. Oh, that Brooke Daniels, man. It's the same thing that sunk the, that sunk the other ship over at IOD. 
Yeah, it sunk the ship. The bad ship Amistad. Bad, man. Yeah. You know, you listen to something, you can do Yeah, but the guy said she was loaded with calls. Welcome back. We love you. We yeah. embrace you with open arms. Yeah, right. Arms. The guy called her that she gave money to for his hernia operation. Yeah. Guys like that. She's terrible. I mean, and I, I don't know why she thinks I ever did. I ever say anything good about her? No. Did I ever say she was a talent? No. Did I ever like encourage her to call me at home and be my uh, best buddy? No. Bug me with all her stories about dri dripping the hot wax on her uh, whatever else she did? Did I ever do that? No. No. I don't know what the hell she wants from me. All these all these lemmings that like latch onto me, you know? Oh, I came here. I only came here because of you, and it hurt me that day that she called me and she was so wounded because I ripped her on the ear. Well, guess what? Too bad. I said it because I meant it. That's all. Don't bother me. Leave me alone. Go find a life. She fits in there perfect, okay? She's like a Peter Bolger clone. She's perfect for him. Mediocrity is where it's at over there. <laughs> Karen Kay, she comes on the first night. She's telling everybody she's doing the consultant. She's Walter Sabo's girlfriend and what's wrong with doing the boss and yada, yada, yada. Too bad she was ahead of her time. Maybe they could put Monica on there now, huh? She was doing the boss. We have an open line of day two in Broward. All request Tuesday, baby. This is going to be some week. Remember that movie, Hell Week? This is going to be it. Hellraiser. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I see Chuck is bringing George a nice lunch since I'm going to Mommy's for lunch today. I can't partake. How are you doing, Chuck? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year and all that other stuff. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Neil, um, I'm not a jock sniffer, so maybe I should ask you this. If your mother died on Sunday, would you be working on Monday? Oh, yeah, now this is, that's pathetic. That's really sad, okay? Uh, see what I mean? This is what we got in this town, okay? Here's the guy, it's a no-win proposition. If he wouldn't have coached last night because his mother died on Sunday in Texas, uh, they would have said, oh, my God, he abandoned the team in his most crucial game of the year, and uh, what kind of a football coach is he? And now because he goes out there and coaches because it's his job and it was like, uh, you know, everything is on the line. And now they're ripping him. See what I mean about this crowd? That's this town for you. Jimmy sucks. Danny sucks. Oh, they suck. Oh, they're great. We're going to the Super Bowl. And it's just a no-win situation. I have no idea why any of those people want to play or coach or be in this town. That's right. Let's start ripping him and ask because his mother died Sunday. There you go. That's uh, Welcome to South Florida, baby. Nice one. Nice touch, especially at this time of the year. Nice going, pal. Oh! You're the best. Two open lines a day, two in Broward. Boy, do we have a sour bunch here today or what? Uh -huh. Man, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, which county you like? Okay, great. Let's go to a plantation. Hello. Good morning. Our yeah. last call of the day. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Okay. Um, I've been up in grass. This school. audience is dead as a doornail, man. Well, I think there's something wrong with your Broward lines because when you call in and say there's plenty of lines open, it's been busy. So you're it, know. man. You're the only call I got on this board right now, sir. You're it. Okay, right. Medley of my call. All right. Well, here, let me switch. And the Broward yeah. lines have never been full this morning, so it's not possible that it could have been busy. All right. Well, Unless somebody's potching with our phone lines again, I, which I is possible. I think I got a busy line for the past hour or so. Yeah. Well, anyway. Somebody's dicking with our phone lines again. Thanks for that from Bell South for the holidays. Thank you. That's our Christmas gift. I've been up in grad school for a little while, so I don't know if this has made big news down here. It might have, though. Hyzinga and the Florida Panthers and the Sunshine Network. You know, he's a little dickering around with this sort of deal he's got. He he owns most of the Panthers. It's a publicly held Not company. Not Sunshine though. Network, Sports Channel. I'm sorry, Sports Channel, my yeah. bad. Okay, so he's Sports Channel he owns completely. The Panthers he owns partially. The Panthers... What do, what do you mean he owns the Panthers partially? Well, he, he owns, owns the other part. part of Panthers Holdings, but it's also a publicly held company, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So yeah, but he owns the franchise. He owns the franchise, but the holding company he only owns like 51 percent of it, something like that, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So if Hyzinga Pay has Sports Channel pay nothing at all to the Panthers for the broadcast to, to, to broadcast the games, which happens, he's essentially funneling money from a public entity which he owns part of to a private entity which he owns all of. Yeah, and this is how he's skimming money. Well, off what of about it. all those hotels that he and his partners uh, sold and uh, you know stuck the money in their pockets, all the profits from it, even though the people who invested in Florida Panthers Holding didn't think they were going to the hotel business. Surprising, huh? Uh huh. It's the bull bait and switch once again. Right. All right, I got a I got a second question for you, Neil. Don't be knocking on your finger. Buddy Nevins will be knocking at your door with a uh, with an Uzi, man. Hey, He'll you don't know my name. Fired oh, up. Right. Hey, I got a second question for you then. And if you don't want to deal with this, don't have to, but. Just to put the lotion in the basket. I've heard it all day and all day yesterday, and I still don't know what it is, and I want to know what, what this is all about. It seems funny, but can you play whatever it is all about? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, pal, keep uh, stick with it. Put the whole stick, thanks. Stick your ear to it, and uh, you'll be, have a great life. Okay, Broward Lines, he said they're all open. Those four, five, and six, look at this. He said, he said they were busy. Yeah, there we go with the holidays again. Somebody's dicking around with our phone. I'm trying to, oh, and I don't know who's worse, the phone company or Media One. Used to be, uh, what did they used to be, the cable company before they changed their name to Media One? It's not Comcast. No, not Comcast. My cable company. Uh, well, whatever, the Continental Cable. I'm going to tell you, I don't know. They, they changed the thing and they gave us 80 billion stations, none of which we want to watch the new stations because they got two satellite dishes. And even if I didn't, there's nothing on there anybody would want to watch. But the picture, I, it can't just be me. It can't be like only in my house, okay? But the day that they changed the Adelaide's channels, the picture is so grainy. And, of course, my neighbors over there in the acres must be really the nicest people in the world. They don't like to complain. Or maybe they just don't have the time to get on hold for five hours to try to get through to the goddamn cable company. What kind of a picture do you think we're paying for? It's like looking uh, like in the old days when you could just make out like a little, uh, you know, like a ghost. We got the ghost of the old picture cards and we got the ghost of uh, cable channels on uh, Media One Cable, man. The picture out there in the acres blows, okay? And I don't have five hours to sit there on hold trying to get through to the goddamn cable company. This is what this is the kind of quality you get. Mediocrity, that's what it's all about here. Rampant mediocrity. Here's a mobile in Sunny Isles. Hello. Yes, can you please play Be True to Your Shul and Smoking Ain't Allowed in Shul? Okay. Thank you. Smoking Ain't Allowed in Shul? That's a line in, uh, what is that in? That's a Mitch Lewis thing. What is that in? I've never heard that in ages. I don't even know if we have it. Yeah, we have that. Uh, smoking, uh, whatever the hell that is. Well. When tried to put me down and said he has a larger congregation, I tell him right away, now listen here, to indicate you heard of my show. It's number one in the nation.
Back up on the Sabbath service, I'll be ready to pray. I'll be standing at my girlfriend at the altar in the choir now. She'll be singing away. Be true to your on the way to uh, Weston, somewhere in Weston, which will uh, tell you exactly what spot it's going to be as soon as he ever gets there with a QAM van for Center One. $120,849. We are really kicking some very serious oh! ass. 1126 at 560 WQM. What is a Buffalo Bill? This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you get some tummy tuck. And uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm-hmm. I don't know what they would do it right puts away. the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then yeah. upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay, um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay, um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little information from you, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation for the life? What's the lotion in the basket? Uh, okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? What's the lotion in the basket? I understand. I've got my skin suit and nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to? It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? Okay, everybody got it out there? You understand? No. Okay. Open line at day two in Broward, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. I think you can uh, be soon ready to file that with uh, Prison Bitch and uh, Dwayne Stomp. Mm-hmm. You know, they're killing it. At any rate, I think there is something wrong with your phone. Earlier and yesterday, you were saying... 
Broward wide open, Broward yeah. wide open, hitting dial tone. I was dialing your man today. It was busy. I wore out redial trying to get old of you earlier. Really? On, in the Broward line. I'm in Broward now. I'm calling on a Dade line. Because you can't get through on the Broward lines, and you say they're wide open. Well, we got dial tones on them, but evidently uh, there's something screwed up with this phone again, which, there's... of course, would only be about the 800th time in the year that we've been here. No, it's, it's big one. Nothing like trying to do a talk show with a phone system that doesn't work. That's oh! what I always said. Doesn't happen. Hey, at the end of the last decade, you had a killer song called The Day the 80s Died. We're at the end of another decade. Uh, do you still have that song? The Day the 80s Died? Yeah, it was like The Day the Music Died, but it was The Day the 80s Died. It was excellent. used to play it. Olden days. Vague. Real vague. I know we don't have it. Yeah. How about Buford and Sons, Liquor and Guns? Okay. Okay. Thank and you. Have much. a great day, and thanks for uh, straightening our phone. Screwed up the day. Yeah, okay, thank thanks. you. Bye. Yeah, our phone system is screwed up. How the hell do you like that, huh? For a change. What? Joe is reforwarding the lines to see if that'll have any effect. You know, this, uh, are we ever going to get to hell upstairs in that uh, third floor and no. stop with just having to forward the lines and play games and diddle around? This is, it's, it's, like play, it's like playing pocket pool here. You call one number, and then it's got to go over to here, and then they uh, you push it over to there, and they put the eight ball in the pocket and put the uh, lotion in the uh, basket, and all this other bull crap is what it's all about. God. Hi, I'm Ed Buford of Buford <laughs> Liquor and Guns. We have the largest selection of booze and firearms in the state and will personally assist you in choosing the correct alcoholic beverage and weapons for your next outing. Going squirrel hunting? Then you'll love our low prices on schnapps and hand grenades. Living in the city? Check out our deal on handguns at California Wine. Maybe you aren't interested in hunting or self-defense. Maybe you just like to get drunk and shoot at mailboxes. Well, we've got gallon jugs of wild turkey and 44 magnum shells on sale this week only. We're open 24 hours, we've never checked IDs, and we're NRA approved. So come on down to Buford and Liquor and Guns, where everything leaves loaded. I do remember that thing he's talking about. That was a great bit. Do we have it anymore? No. Open line at day two in Broward. Let's uh, pick up the phone and see if the goddamn phone works, okay? Let's do a little experiment. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's everybody pick up your instrument right now and just dial just to see if the goddamn phone is working, to see if you're getting a busy signal, to see if we're getting the business here today for about the 200th time. Don't forget, by the way, eight days from today, December 30th. What day is that going to be? Next Wednesday. A week from tomorrow, December 30th, 1998, will be our one-year anniversary on Thursday. WQAM. What? Thursday. Third one. Oh, the thirtieth. We start. Oh God, sorry. We started December thirtieth last year, Mister, and December thirtieth. Let's see. Can let me figure my arithmetic. One year from last December thirtieth will probably be December thirtieth this year. Oh. All right, nice arithmetic there, Neil. And we are just waiting in anticip breathless anticipation. That should be a momentous. Uh, that should be something, shouldn't it? Is that going to be a phenomenal day or what? No. See, those other two Broward lines aren't ringing. I mean, we're just doing a test here. I don't even want to talk to those people just to see if they can make the goddamn lines ring, and they were especially number five and six there. There's something diddling with these goddamn phone lines, man. If I said we had $45 million for the first caller on line five, it still wouldn't ring, which we don't have 45 cents. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Uh, this this takes me back to the old days of W Snooze. When they got that brilliant idea of putting in the uh, choke lines, and we were choking on it all, right? Every time one of the FM stations would run a contest, we'd get a fast busy, and we couldn't get any phone calls. And I'd be sitting there at night screaming and yelling, Come on! Where the hell are you people? And we, we, we ran, and there were, I had like 6,000 people dialing in, and nobody could get through. I don't think it's rolling them over. This is what it's doing. That's why we're only getting calls on line four. They're not rolling over. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to roll over any second. Not, I'm not even in the box yet, but I'm getting ready to roll over. 
every single day. I heard Hank the other day screaming and carrying on about the crap over that building. Just because this building is a little bit newer, and uh, we, believe me, we got the ants falling from the ceiling in here. Do we have an exterminator out there who'd like to donate his services and come over here since this outfit is too cheap to get an exterminator to kill the goddamn bugs? Not just in the other building on Sheridan Street in that toilet. They don't got no exterminator over here. Eight days, it'll be a year we've been here. If we had seen an exterminator once, no. anybody with a little can of raid, no. anybody like uh, with anything. No. With an ant trap. Thank God the guy brought us those ant traps. Bring those in tomorrow. Over at Borders on Saturday, God came with a couple of ant traps, and it's not a joke. We just have, we have ants falling from the ceiling now. Look at that. We've got these two lines that, don't, that they can't get through because it is not rolling over. Thanks again, Bell South. You people blow. You bite, you suck the big one, baby. That's all I can tell you. 23 years I've been going through this business, sitting and screaming and yelling for phone calls, and i got 48 billion people out there desperate to try to get through just to say, if you that, that's right. And they still can't get through because we can't, even, even Alexander Graham Bell is humiliated and embarrassed by this excuse for a goddamn phone system. Here's uh, Cooper City. Hello. Neil, how are you doing? Okay. Uh, I was just hearing you say about Brooke Daniels getting a second chance. Yeah. And how come good guys like Craig Worthing are sitting at home on their hands? Because, uh, that, because that's what that company does best is they screw the good people and the no-talent people. They keep sticking them on the air again. How, how is he doing? Have you heard from Craig? Not good. Not good, huh? Well, it's a shame because I heard Tom Jicka on some uh, low-rated show Sunday night on 790, some old schlepper, and he was uh, talking about having no radio column again. I heard you mention that, too. Yeah. There, that there was no interest in it. So what, I, what do you mean there's no interest in it? What, what does that mean? I, I, there are more people listening to radio now than there were uh, 10 years ago when Tom was writing about radio. What does that mean there's no interest in it? Well, I don't know, but so many people are interested in radio, but he said that there was no interest in people reading it in the Sun Sentinel. Uh-huh, sure, that's a good excuse. Last two rating books that came out, nobody wrote anything about it. Craig gets screwed in the back. Nobody writes anything about it. They keep moving all these people around. Rick and Suds are going back in the morning. The only place you'll find out anything that's going on on radio in this town is on this show. Well, that's true. That's why I listen. Damn right. C could I ask a request? Yes, sir. Neil wakes me up in the morning. Okay. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Okay, we are, I'm, I'm not going to keep pushing these numbers because it's not the audience. It's the phone is screwed up here. I probably have like two or three people who, uh, with an IQ bigger than their thumbnail even trying to call today, and we still can't get the calls through because our phone system blows. It sucks. It's the Beasley Reed way again, baby. Just here after I thought we got everything straightened out, more technical incompetence because they care enough to send the very cheapest, not the very best, the very, very cheapest that money can buy. God forbid we should add like our own real phone numbers over here instead of having this bit. We're forwarding, we're sending them over here, we're off the uh, eight ball into the uh, corner pocket. Right. 21 till noon at 560 WQAM. WQAM, go f*** Neil wakes me up in the morning. Alright. Neil wakes me up with a smile. Some of these people, that, uh, some of the underlings that work in this joint that get psychotic over the fact that the Hank blows his stack. 
you know, he's worked here a lot longer than I have, so you, know, you, you reach an accumulation of frustration level over the technical incompetence and the mediocrity and like the uh, the bugs in the uh, the bugs in the equipment and the bugs on the wall and the bugs falling from the ceiling, and you find and I can understand why he goes uh, apoplectic. Because you come in with a smile on your face, and within just a matter of moments, uh, everything is going to hell in a handbasket. Because the, you know the uh, Scott's tape starts are falling off the wall, and uh, you know the, the nuts and bolts that the, the the chicken wire that they're holding the equipment together starts falling apart. Absolutely bush league, baby. That's the best I can describe this operation. Bush freaking league. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. You have problems with immigrants, sir? Okay, chronic again. Here's uh, Kendall. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. That's what I just got in my hand, my grubby little hand. Was it Henry 1998? Hey, that's Yeah. But guess what? He says special thanks to Neil Rogers of W. Quammet, and why does it say Quammet, but WQA in Miami. I guess that was for your help you gave last year. What is it? What is it? Are you there? I'm here. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm looking for my copy of well, nine, No, not 99, 98. What do you mean 99? I said 98. It's chilling day for talk radio. You Where is it? I got it in my hand right now. Where does it say special? Front leaf flyer thing. Yeah, pull it out. There's a little picture of him as a kid and his dad. Oh, I never even looked inside of that thing because he personally autographed. Nice going there, Phil. Special uh, thanks to oh yeah, David G. Hall and uh, Neil Rogers at WQA Miami. Nice going, Phil. Yeah. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah, there you go. Thank so. you for pointing. I never would have seen that. Yeah. Well, we did a good job. We raised twenty grand for uh, Phil's charity. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about here. Yeah. Of course, you should. Well, at least he appreciates it anyway. Right, exactly. So, anyway, that was it. Okay, thanks. All right, take care. See of there you go. See, at least somebody appreciates the good stuff you try to do. We have an open line of day two in Broward. Give it a shot, okay? See if you can get through. Are you going to get through? No. I'll give it a try anyway. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's the Fort Myers. Hello. Yeah, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Um, long time listener, uh, first time caller. Yes, sir. Just want to let you know I was over in Borders Saturday and purchased the part one and two tapes for you. Thank you. God bless I really you. love them. They're great. I got the uh, nuggets last year. Uh -huh. I want to give you a story. I was in Mexico City recently, and I was over there with a bunch of uh, people, and uh, we got ripped off by the cab driver after some of the people got out of the cab. Yeah, I keep reading about those stories. I can't imagine why anybody would want to go to Mexico on vacation or to visit for five minutes or for drugs or any other reason <laughs> because uh, it's a miracle if you come back alive. Well, we went over there for a martial arts tournament, and when we got out of the cab, uh, the cab driver took off with the people's luggage in the car and the cameras in the front seat. And nice. We just kept right on going. But uh, you're doing a great job. We love you over here. Well, well let great. me ask you. In other words, you paid the cab driver before you got out and got your luggage? Yeah, well, they were getting out to get their luggage out. They hadn't paid them yet. Yeah. And then as they got out of the cab, the cab driver with the doors open. Just oh, so in other words, he didn't care about the money. He just stole all the oh. stuff that was in the luggage. Off and everything in the car. Nice. <laughs> so bad experience. had a bunch of crap in there, basically. Bad experience. But we love you over here. It's great to have you on. And I'm a long-time listener. I happen to be home this week from work, so I wanted to give you a call and say you're just doing a terrific okay. job. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Have Bye. a great life. Okay, so in other words, that, that's a good idea. Pack a lot of... Crap. In your suitcase, just in case, especially if you go to places like Mexico City, a tenth world place. Everybody I've ever asked always says, every time I bring up Mexico, they say, No. Don't even think about it. Believe me, you don't want to go there. I read all these horror stories about how, uh, you know, the, that's that's their favorite trick now. If they spot a tourist, you know, they pick you up in a cab at the airport, and if they think you got a few bucks, they take you out in the middle of nowhere, and they steal your jewelry and your cash and your wallet and your uh, et cetera and so on, your credit cards, and they leave you out there if you're lucky. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, yeah, this is Bubba. Uh -huh, okay, great. Have a nice line. 
Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, listen, man, I want to say something about the game last night. I mean, you got to commend Jimmy for going out there and doing what he did with that team, especially after his mother died. Yeah. That guy who called in earlier, he's a jerk. He's an asshole. He's a jerk. He's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after that, see, I'm not much of a Dolphins fan. I'm a Giants fan, but, you know, I went to the game last night. After... Hey, if he wouldn't have gone there last night, and if uh, for some reason they would have lost the game, they would be ripping him an ass today. Would be He would have blood on his rectum. I'll tell you that right yeah. now, knowing this town, what a bunch of hard asses these people are. They are so inconsistent, man. It's unbelievable. I mean, in fact, I'm, I was going to the store. I'm in the car for a few minutes last night during the second quarter, and at that point, you know, I think it was uh, was either 3 nothing or 10 nothing in Denver, and the Dolphins were really stinking the joint out, and uh, Mari missed the field goal, chip shot field goal. And yeah. even, even uh, Zimper and Mandich, of all people, are ripping them an ass and talking about, well, you know, there are times when the good teams come forward and really stand up. And I mean, the game's only in the second quarter, and already they're just slicing them a major ass. Yeah, I'm a Giants fan through and through, and they stink, but, you know, I stick with And them. you know as well as I do, you watched that game objectively last night. If it wouldn't have been for the horrendous officiating, it would have been a blowout. They would oh, yeah, them off the field. Three fumbles should have been called. And right. I got a request. Yes, sir. Can you play the two joints in the morning and the afternoon and the evening song? Okay. Thanks a lot, Neil. And have a great life. You too. His mother dies, there's people calling and ripping. Well, what kind of respect is that? What kind of respect is it for some of you butt plugs out there? No matter what anybody does for you, rip them an ass, okay? Ungrateful bastard. Danny, uh, I think he stole a freight train. Yeah, well, hop on the caboose and get out of town real quick. I I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel alright. I smoke two joints in time of peace and two in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints and then I smoke two more. Oh, my daddy, he once told me, son, you be hard-working man. My mama, she once told me, son, you do the best you can. Then one day, I met them and came to me and said, Hard work good and hard work fine, but first take care of it. So now I smoke two joints when I get up in the car. I smoke two joints. I smoke two joints when I play video games and at every 10,000 points. I smoke two joints. I smoke two joints in time of peace. And do in time of war. I smoke two joints before I smoke two joints. And then I smoke two more. Okay.
Until noon at 560 WQM, the Hank Goldberg Show at uh, the Sporting Brews at 2 o'clock. We got Dave O'Brien sitting in for uh, the boost tonight from 6 to 8 o'clock. And then we got Eddie K getting up a little bit early, 8 till midnight tonight. So there's a rumor circulating around town that people, you know, the Clear Channel building is right down the street, down 441, just a very few blocks from here, just what, about six blocks is all it is? A handful of blocks. Rumor circulating around town that Pete Bolger uh, on the way to work this morning, Pete on our phone lines. Are you believing it? Uh huh. I believe it. Open line and date, all three in Broward, and of course you won't get through, but give it a shot. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Yesterday and today, we should have known there was, I should have known. Coming here yesterday after weeks of uh, sizzling and smoking and uh, yanking it, and all of a sudden yesterday and today we're looking at a uh, phone that don't work. Here's Miami, hello. Hey Neil, this thing on? Hello. Yeah, it's on. Hey, listen, there's a, you're right about the, uh, about the, um, journalism down here regarding radio have you ever checked out a site called radiodigest.com on the internet no gives you some pretty i'm not, good... I'm not a uh, one of those computer nerds no uh, it gives you some pretty good uh, uh interesting articles about uh you know what's going on in various cities and tells you it, it hasn't been updated recently down here they got uh, alice rantel leaving and uh, randy rhodes taking on kenneth star but uh oh yeah that's new yeah it gives you some interesting stuff so i just thought i'd let you <laughs> yeah that's it. Well, no, but the people, look, ordinary people uh, who aren't computer nerds aren't interested in getting their news about what's going on on the Internet. Most of us, we pick up our newspaper, we sit on the throne in the morning for a couple of minutes, and we like, you know, that's where people uh, want to find out what's going on. Well, actually, though, I mean, I, I was the same way as you are. I mean, I, you can't really uh, bring the, the laptop in, uh, into the throne. In, in addition to which, most of the stuff that's on the Internet is written by a bunch of groupies, idiots like Mr. Radio and all these other silly people who haven't got any idea what they're writing about and just put a lot of stupid rumor on there. That's, a, that's not an excuse for guys like Jicka and, uh, and Terry O'Brien and these other supposed uh, uh, media people. And they just ignore it. And for Jicka to come on here and say, well, nobody cares about radio, bullcrap. Bullcrap. There's just as many people listening to radio now as there were five years ago and 10 years ago and 20 years ago. Yeah, okay, thanks to Scott Schwartz, we got a can of bug spray. We got a can of raid. All right. Oh. Leave it to a good Jewish boy like Scott Schwartz to come in here with the. Uh, it's a raid. Oh. Five six seven oh five. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm not going to put a hank and get up and start knocking the walls down here, but I'm right on the edge of it because it's frustrating and infuriating and it's unacceptable. Christ and uh, and uh, Sarah and Sally too. Yeah, forget about it. You're not going to get any journalism in this town. It's, it just doesn't exist. It's just it's just a cop out. It's an excuse. Radio rating, and, and, and they create it. They create it by ignoring it, by not writing anything about what's going on in radio. Then they turn around and say, well, nobody cares. Sure, whatever you say. 
Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I'll tell you, getting laid hasn't helped Brooke Shields at all. Yeah. Uh, she still is so lame. <laughs> yeah. Clipper. She is lame. This, Neil, could you, do you have uh, the bagpipes? Yeah. Could you please? No chance. Played it yesterday, pal. I'm not going to, you know, it is the holidays. It's all request the week and the month and year, maybe the way things are going here. But I'm not going to uh, butcher a good bit like that. See, that's the problem when I do the request stuff is they want to hear the the bridge tender and they want to hear uh, the playing bagpipes. Nothing original, nothing new, nothing neat. And then when they do come up with something original, we go, uh, what? Like that. And part of the reason for that is that idiot. Roar! Yeah, the, our engineer over there at uh, Paxson who made us uh, throw out about 50,000 carts, stuff that you'll never hear again if you live to be 200. Great stuff. Because, well, we at Paxson, we don't like carts. So get rid of all that stuff. you got about five minutes to get it out of here. Thanks, Roar, you jackass. Roar! Three minutes before uh, noon at 560 WQAM. There's no fags in, in the church. I've incited riots. Doing diets since I don't know when. Tried eating grapefruits, even took Ben Fen. Oh my god. Then I discovered Atkins. I'm gonna lose weight, I've made up my mind. But oh man, that cheese can really bind. Bugger, it's got sugar, oh for heaven's sake, can't eat a Tootsie Roll, so I have a steak, alright, my weight keeps on dropping, but I don't leave no poopies behind, cause all that cheese can really And cheddar all day When all you really want is the chip My stomach is sour Can it flour? Maybe I've been snowed If I don't go soon I might explode For these facts, get some x lacks If you do it, this tie is like one of the seven deadly sins. Sure, I bet you'll lose weight, but I bet you'll also lose your mind. Cause oh man, that cheese can really Five at five sixty WQM. How's Lou doing out there in the Western, by the way? 
got nothing. He's not demanding because I haven't mentioned where he is yet. Okay, well, we'll get to it. Tom, just to uh, hold his water, okay? Hold his... Okay, uh, Lou is at the uh, mobile mobile station. Now, see, I don't know Weston. I don't know. Is that a good location or uh, not? At we'll the Country Isle. We'll find out, I guess. Country Isle Plaza on Weston Road. There's a mobile station. There's Lou with a QAM fan with all of our best of stuff, CDs and cassettes, and Neil Rogers uh, T-shirts, et cetera, and so on. So just knock on the old van and say, hey, Lou, what do you got? And he'll show you. We got 120849 bucks so far is what we got, which is pretty damn good if you ask me. So in other words, all those other three lines now are like incapacitated while the phone comes. No, you'll hear a dial tone on them or not. No? Oh, like that one. Oh, that's great. So in other words, they couldn't roll over because that one's blocked altogether. Nice going, Bell South. Let me say this. Just three days before Christmas and right at the ass end of Hanukkah, okay? Bell South sucks. Bell South sucks. Come on, let's hear it. Everybody, open up your window. Bell South sucks. They just can't get their goddamn act together. This is beyond a shadow of a doubt, another phone company problem. I remember the one day I came in here and went ballistic, and then I just, just remember I reached over and tried it, and every line was uh, not working. The whole goddamn phone was uh, effed up. Thanks to our good... I'm going to call up Larry Mixon at goddamn uh, Southern Bell again and threaten him with a lawsuit for the 400th time in the last 23 years. Jesus, I mean, we're talking about a goddamn phone line, that's all. We're talking about getting a phone call. I, I hate to break the news to you, but it can be done. That Italian guy, whatever his name was, uh, Piccolino, who invented the phone, wasn't that his name? Even he would be embarrassed by this. Claudius Piccolino. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello? Uh, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I, I heard Brooke for about 15 minutes yesterday. That's all I could stand. It, it was, you know, pr pretty... Yeah, but I bet her phone worked pretty, over there anyway. At least she had a phone that worked. That's good. Pretty pretty ponderous. Like the guy said before, she was snoring for food. If, if I want to hear New York Yentas, I can go walk through that. Exactly. Why don't for, they understand? Nobody wants to hear a New York Yenta on the air. There are a few things in the world more annoying than hearing a real Jappy-sounding New York Yenta on the air. Joan Rivers is good at it, and 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 second to her, uh, Fran Drescher, basically because she looks good. Ooh. she then, looks good. Yeah, you know, Fran Drescher. From maybe from the neck down. Uh, Neil, your uh, uh, two telemarketers have called in the past couple of weeks, and, and when I answer the phone, I know they're telemarketers, and I tell them it puts the lotion in the basket. It's the yeah. first time. It's the first time they've ever hung up on me, Neil. Great. Excellent. There you go. Excellent. You just came up with the idea of the century, sir. I've always wondered because, you know, I've got my uh, caller ID now, and when it says unknown number, you always know it's going to be one of those assholes, and sometimes you don't answer. And then sometimes you figure, well, maybe it's Ed McMahon with $100 million, you know, and you answer it just because uh, you, you don't know what it is. That's the answer. Uh, is this Mr. So-and-so? And you say yes. Well, I'm uh, calling from uh, your Visa card. It puts the lotion in the basket. Click. Excellent. Neil, since you're being so uh, benevolent and being Santa Claus, can I make two requests? Yes, sir. I hate the bird, and unless you have, I hate the uh, babbling brook cart. And uh, Freeway and Stiggett, I'd like to dedicate to Jimmy Ford, Pool Todd, John and Brad, Splish Flash, Tropical, and Tim the Letter Carrier. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Neil. Okay, and have a happy. If you missed the Neil Rogers show yesterday on 610 WIOD, you missed this. Is this the bird? Yeah. Bird, how you doing? Okay. Listen, do me a favor, play anything, because I can't stand listening to you. Uh, you sound like a douchebag. Do yeah, I? Just do me a favor, play anything. Well, can I ask you a question before you go? Oh, God, you sound so stupid. I hate to talk to you. Yeah, go ahead. Well, why did you call me? I didn't call you. No, no, just to tell you not to say anything just play something 
Oh, Cap can't stand it. Well, then why are you listening? Uh, play something already. Why won't you answer uh, my... Uh, can't stand it. You won't... See, he won't talk to me. Oh, we got a car here. Oh, by the way, that reminds me of our poll question today, which I almost forgot. Who's better when I go on vacation? Who do you like better, the bird or George? That's our poll question today. Well, that could be pretty embarrassing. Nine minutes afternoon at 560 WQM. It puts the lotion in the basket. Well, congratulations. Get a life. I'm seething like a white Christian <laughs> about the Jews and gay homos. Oi! How I'd love to bury those right-killing fairies who don't know the Bible like I know. I'm sleeping like a white Christian and how we all must think and act alike and not to think whenever it's appropriate. Yes, wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody in the world was white and Christian and looked the same and said the same things? Boring? I don't think so. No, to me, that would be paradise and the Republican way. Like a wise Christian, and how we all must think alike. All the gays, black and yet love, must die until everybody's Christian and. Call 15 at 560 WQAM on another uh, glorious day, December 22. How's uh, Lou doing out there? Speaking of 22 with Lou, how he be doing? At the mobile station in Country Isle Plaza on Weston Road, out there in Weston. That's supposed to be our big thing out there in Weston. That's supposed to be where 95% of our audience is out there in Weston, right? No. 92% of the audience. There are two or three people listening out there in Weston. You watch. Here's uh, Miami. Hello. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. I've got a couple of things to say. Great goodness for me today that I can listen to your whole show instead of just lunchtime. The bad news is I got fired this morning. <laughs> but anyway. You got fired this morning? Yeah. What a bummer. Uh, day before, two days before Christmas. Isn't but, that unbelievable? Yeah, man. That's life. But, uh, Jesus. <laughs> tell me about it. But yeah. listen, I really love your show and you're cheering me up. I always listen to you at lunchtime. When I take my lunch break, I, I can listen to you. But You got uh, fired three days before Christmas? Yeah. Yep. Christ. Yeah, but I don't feel like crying, to be honest with you. And he wouldn't even give me my paycheck today. He told me to come pick it up on Saturday. But uh, On Saturday? Yeah. What a bastard. <laughs> what a bastard, I know. But, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be cheerful. Jesus. It'll really cheer me up if you play. I smoke two joints, but <laughs> that's kind of old. You probably won't play it. But uh, I smoked I just got through playing it. Oh, I didn't hear it. Yeah. I was in the bathroom. Uh, then the other one, uh, ganja smoke, whatever. Anything about ganja. Okay. But <laughs> yeah, it, sounds, it sounds like you need it right now. I sure do, but uh, I probably will. I probably will be listening to you every day for like the next two or three weeks. Okay, great. Hey, listen, does George? Maybe I'll even fix our phone. We'll be able to do a show here one more day. Ask the question: When you're on vacation, I'd rather hear your reruns. 
Yaman. Okay. And then thirdly, and George, George says he's glad you got fired. Yes. Hey Neil, does George shave his butt cheeks? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, thanks. see. You. Okay, George said uh, the guy got fired. Oh. We have an open line of Dade two in Broward, which won't work even if you dial them five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. You know, I'm I'm sitting here and I'm wondering to myself how many times over the last year because we have no way of knowing this. How many times in the last, last year on days when I've sat here and just been loaded with all kinds of great stuff and full of material and just knowing that people are going to be calling, and we've sat here and looked at the phone and it's like uh, barely a trickle, barely a dick trickle. And it's this phone company thing. It's Bell South because uh, they're just totally incompetent, almost as bad as Media One with that grainy, unacceptable picture. It's unacceptable, you assholes at Media One out there in Plantation Acres out in my hood, okay? It is an uneffing acceptable picture that you're delivering. And I notice you're not discounting the price. You keep jacking it up a little more, a little more on the price, too, every month. And they give you, oh, but we gave you 40 more channels. You can take those channels and yeah, just give us a picture that you can watch, please. Thank you. Here's the lady in Sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. I've got a cute little joke that I'd like to share with you. And no, thanks. Okay, we have an open line in Dade Wonder Bar. We don't do jokes. How many years? 600 years I've been telling this audience we don't do jokes. I'll do the jokes, okay? We'll play the comedy bits for the jokes, right? Yeah, we don't do jokes. Oh, my God. I hope she elopes with one of those two broads from, uh, that was at Borders on Saturday. With one of those two obnoxious, relentless bitches that expected us to put on a goddamn soft shoe and tap dance for them. And you guys are pretty boring. You didn't, yeah, right. Come back for the 400th time and see how boring we are, okay? People, I guess, thought I got pretty worked up about that yesterday. Well, guess what? I should have gotten a lot more worked up about it because if you could, if you had any idea how many, how much those two broads hung around and kept coming back and sniffing around, God only knows what the hell they wanted. I guess they figured if they came back 20 or 30 times, we'd get a little more animated. That must have been it. Like, get out of here, you stupid bitches. That's what I should have done. Yeah. We should have done it in, in uh, stereo. Here's a mobile in Kendall. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I caught a piece of that simpering bitches show yesterday. Well, she sure had a big a, audience. She was such a non-talent. Yeah. And worst of all, she, uh, at, at one point, she stole one of your cards. Used one of your cards. Someone asked her, asked her a question, and she used the uh, no. no, no, no. Card. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times I hear your cards on other people's stations and to other people's shows. Mm-hmm. How do we get a hold of that stuff? It's because uh, it's in their computer over there. We we left it behind. They didn't get rid of that stuff. It's in the pewter. And another thing, why do these these program directors keep rehashing the same old that, listen, crap? Sir, sir, I, the that? answer is Peter Bolger doesn't know any other way. That's the only way he knows is to take a lot of dreck and keep shuffling it around and moving this one in a one time slot and then moving him in the morning and then moving him in the day. That that's his idea of programming. I mean, I, let's face it. If she bombed there before. Is she going to do it this time? Is she going to be a hit? No. Of course not. The radio is so pathetic here. It's just unbelievable. Right, right. Nothing. And I also caught uh, Fat Al Goldstein on Whammy the other night. Yeah. How does he grow? Well, that, that's an old rerun. They're, they're uh, showing reruns from 100 years ago. All right, that's it. When he only weighed 600 pounds. Okay, pal, don't make all that right. mistake again. All right. So if Hank's listening, you got some real stiff competition there in the afternoon, okay? She is really <laughs> going over like uh like they saw Nagasaki looking up that big mushroom cloud. Open line of date, 600 and Broward, which may not any of them be working, but give it a shot, okay? It'll make us feel real good. 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line.
Oh, we don't understand why these guys on the air get so upset and bent out of shape. Hey, maybe we like stuff to work. Wouldn't that be nice? Just basic elementary stuff like the microphone and the phone and the phone lines. Just simple stuff like that. Over and above that, we don't expect too much because we know we work for a bunch of cheap bastards. We know that. But just the basic elements of uh, broadcasting would be nice every day, just kind of like as, as a given. Does that happen here? No. Here's, uh, oh, sorry, Brooke. Here's Homestead. Hello. Yes, Neil. Yes, sir. You do a wonderful job despite all the obstacles you have to yes, face I do. every day. Imagine if I was working on a real radio station. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously, imagine if I was on FM on a real radio station with a real signal, with some real promotion, with some real go-getters behind. We, we could be just absolutely taking a place by storm. Unbelievable. You'd probably be all over the state. Probably have a 30 share here, and maybe even Tom Jacob might write like a little note in, in the, the bottom of a column somewhere. At least you give these yentas a run for their money. Oi! <laughs> Can you play the OJ interview? We've yes, got to hear sir. that before the end of the year. That's called OJ No Juice. Just yes. so you know, next time you request it, yes. no juice. No juice. And, and like Anita used to say, no juice is good juice. Oh, man. It's very little juice. I never think bad because, you know, the sale of a three by four, you know, in Illinois, I can get a little food. And I tell you, man, a little crazy. We sat around. I didn't do nothing with a knife with a man. That's what I'm talking like We sat around a man. And he said, well, you know, when they call it, kind of, you know, bubbles and said, man, one of the bubbles and reasons. I didn't do nothing with it. So, I'm telling you, like that. You know what I'm saying, man? Oh, man. So I didn't do nothing. I ran the back of the van. I didn't do nothing. Man, no white full brown go. You know, so I was going to ask the gun to my head. You know what? But I didn't know gun to my head because they didn't know I probably had the gun to my head. So I was going to run the gun to my You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I didn't do nothing. I was going to blow the glove. They came over the ball. Been like, you know, whatever. They were just doing nice and simple. But I was just drops on the floor. I was just spade that boy. There was lights going on. There was lights going on. There was no one. I had a DMA. I had a producer. I had a so after all this time, did we ever figure out what he was trying to say? Kill Nicole. Oh, thank you. 23 past noon at 560 WQAM here on another uh, marginal day, thanks to our friends at Bell South, uh, whatever, they're, whatever they're calling themselves this week. Bunch of incompetent goyim, that's what I call them. Totally, absolutely enough. They fit into this town in this area like a rubber glove because they just can't get it straightened out. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello. Long time, few time. Yes, sir. Hello, Mr. Neal. Speaking. What section do you sit in in the hockey game? What section do I sit in? The one with my name on it, 101. Uh-huh. I got to go to a hockey, the Edmonton game the other night. Yeah. My first time there. The, yes. The arena was magnificent. Uh-huh. The game, Edmonton, no big thing, but we won. Yeah. It was very cool. Uh-huh. The rest of my list, I have two names for you that yeah. I don't think have been mentioned. Two twins that went to uh, uh, Broward County School System. Two twins that went to Broward two County twin School boys, School? The Mangelo and Arangelo. Yeah, we already got that, yeah. Oh, you did get that. Uh-huh. Also... Uh, a friend of mine was in the used furniture business, yeah. and right after you guys moved out of uh, IOD, he got to go in and get the rest of the furniture out of there. Oh, man. Yeah. I got two chairs from there. I got the chair from the receptionist area. I even got to go into Bob Green's office and see the case. Oh, you don't have a good one. If you had the Randy Rhodes chair, then you'd have something. Oh, really? Then you'd have a collector's item. You wouldn't want to sit on it, but you'd sure have a collector's item. That's true. Yeah. Okay, that's have all that I got. Old chair. Okay, have a great day, pal, and call me again in a couple of years. The Randy Rhodes Collection, I think it was more than one chair, wasn't it? I think there were uh, two. 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 Say, Fi.
Open line in Dade, 600 and Broward on a phone that is broken down, on our broken down uh, horseball phone system here in these palatial digs over here. How's the Lou doing? Is that Lou by any chance? No, it's not. Oh. Because Lou ain't there calling, so maybe Lou's just taking a little nap out there in Weston. I thought Weston was going to be the ass kicker. I thought that was going to be the barn burner, is what they told me. Oh, we checked the zip codes, and boy, West, that's our hottest zip code out there in Weston. That's where 99% of our audience, they all live out there in Weston. Did anybody believe it? No. Oh, yeah, that's it. Let me say it again. Lou is out there at the QAM van, evidently very lonely. Either that or he don't know how to use the phone to call George. Uh, mobile station in the Country Isles Plaza on Weston Road in Weston. Weston. Anybody know where Weston is? No. Anybody ever spend any time in Weston? No. Did I ever spend any time in Weston? No. no. Would I go there if they paid me? No. But uh, supposedly we got a couple listeners out there. Here's Aventura. Hello. Aventura. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, first of all, happy holidays and congratulations on that fundraiser. Thank you, and the happy. Thank you. Neil, I was wondering, like, this band would have started going out like seven, eight weeks ago. Can you imagine? I mean, wouldn't yeah, but you, you learn as you go along. I mean, seven or eight weeks ago, the station was uninvolved in this, and I screamed and I hollered and I carried on and had temper tantrums, and they finally said, oh, maybe you got an idea. Maybe we ought to be doing something to help you with this, and look how great it's worked out. Over, 10 grand, might, over you, 10 grand with the van. You might have been up in the 200 area. Right, that's right. Easily. So Mil, next year, we'll send them out there every day, whether they like it or not. Neil, two requests? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, they could tell Hatsi Nazi? Yeah. And uh, not that Jim Mandage was a Beatle, the other one he's got, um... You got another one you Bandit Sings. Bandit Sings. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thanks. And have a great life. Bye. 26 past noon at 560 WQM. It's all request uh, Tuesday. It's the phone don't work Tuesday, which could be any day here in this joint, because Bell South sucks. Bell South sucks. Come on, let's hear it. In the upper deck there in 411 in the nosebleed. Bell South sucks. Hey, here's a place that doesn't suck. They're great. New Balance in Miami. They're located in the Aventura Mall. It's Florida's first New Balance concept store, and that's good news for you because these are sensational shoes. New Balance Athletic Shoes were designed by a team of doctors in 1928 and are still highly recommended 70 years later by podiatrists and orthopedists all around the world who really know their stuff. New Balance is the only athletic shoe company in the entire world that builds a complete line of shoes in a full range of widths, from AA to 4E, in sizes from infants all the way up to a staggering 20. Well, he's in who doesn't have to run, no one else is going to win, he might as well just move right in. Seek higher, seek higher, He has a golden spoon, he was born with up his ass, so look out all you Jews, get ready for the gap, he's a Tallahassee Nazi, he'll give our civil rights a whammy, cause he's a Tallahassee Nazi, love of FLA. Well, he's a very wealthy dude with very fascist views who never pay his dues. By next year, we'll all be screwed. Any schmuck could win that race against Buddy McKay. Why do you think they call it Scooter? Victoria Lanny Ray. He's a Tallahassee Nazi. He'll make the KKK happy. Yeah, he's a Tallahassee Nazi. Love of FLA. They're my own 
I have just come up with the greatest brainstorm. Leave it to me. That guy before had a good idea, though. It puts the lotion in the basket for all those pain-in-the-ass telephone solicitors. When they get to about the third uh, word of their pitch, all you have to do is start saying, it puts the lotion in the basket, and uh, you'll hear a click very, very soon. I'm telling you, it works like a charm. But I got an even better idea. People that are very upset with all these overpaid jocks, especially this will work like a charm at the National Car Rectal Center at the Macarena. Guaranteed. Can't miss. Because when you come right down to it, nobody cares about the game. There are like maybe five of us who really care about the game, and the rest of the people are there as a social event. I'm not knocking that. I'm just observing. It happens to be a fact. So why have the game at all? Can you imagine how much we could cut the ticket prices down if we didn't have to pay those players' salaries? Huh? Wayne could make a fortune. He'd go for this. He'd be the first one online to check this out. All you do is you like... You got the Panther Patrol flinging the t-shirts up there into the crowd. Huh? You got that blimp flying around, dropping down the little chotskis that they're giving away. You got this blaring on the PA there. Maybe some dancing girls. And uh, dancing girls up there on the scoreboard that everybody is now uh, they're, uh, juking and jiving and uh, grab assing and grabbing themselves and each other up there on the big scoreboard. This is all you need, baby. Here we go. Five bucks, no fifty-seven bucks. Five bucks. There's a lot, a lot more of those teachers. Come on, we're doing the wave. We're waving it. We don't have time for those stupid game out there, okay? It's just uh, it's an annoyance. It's getting in the way of our entertainment. It's too expensive. We can't afford these overpaid jocks. Here we go. Come on, everybody, do it. I'm telling you, I just came up with the greatest idea in the history of the human race. Don't you think that would work? A nice drill team down there doing some moves. Yeah, I mean, this way you'd have like three solid hours, and you wouldn't have to worry, does the game clock work, the penalty clocks work? Because there wouldn't be any game. You know, if we'd have a, we'd take a poll at the beginning, how much spare time you got tonight? An hour, two hours? Wouldn't have to be three hours. Wouldn't have to worry about these long, ponderous face-offs, that little pink light down there, the TV timeouts. We don't have time for that. Just eliminate the game, and you just have people slinging crap. There's guys, uh, there's Nick and Mike. They know about slinging crap. They're experts at it. Brought us some great cigars here. I'm telling you, man, this is the greatest idea in the history of the human race. Leave it to come up with this, man. Just forget about the stupid game. Nobody cares about the freaking game. They want to see themselves up on that scoreboard. They want to do the wave. We're having a party out there. They want to drink to their heart's content. It doesn't, you don't have to worry. Can you see the red light? You can't see it. The horn goes off. The horn could go off any time it wanted. Who cares? Because it's not going to interrupt any game because there wouldn't be any game. It would just be a party. Five bucks instead of 57 bucks, and I guarantee you'd have just as good of a time. So with all due respect to my close personal friends there, the Panthers, oh! we're uh, getting rid of you guys, okay? And Wayne will be, uh, he's knocking on the door right now. I bet you that's my good buddy Wayne at the door right now, knocking on it. Nice going, Neil. I knew sooner or later we could come to an agreement. Right. There you go, Baldy. Save yourself millions. I think the payroll is $31 million right there. Just stuff it in your pocket, okay? Take that $31 million, Wayne, and... Stick it up your ass. Right. That's it. What an idea. What a genius I am, you know? Because I understand. I, I'm a very good observer of the p- a passing scene. I see what these people come out there, what they're really enjoying. 
Let's give them what they want. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. It was going on two things. Um, I don't know if I'm the first one to tell you, but you're, you're up in the NGN things in the 7-Eleven saying happy uh, Neil wishes. And NGN proudly presents something. Neil wishes happy Hanukkah. Oh great! They're doing that again for us for free. I guess they, I guess they think maybe in the new year this company is going to like put up the money and uh, pay for that. <laughs> they never will, but that's good. And it's got your puss on it, and it says on the bottom it puts the lotion in the basket. Great! Oh, God. All right, thank God. you so much to our personal uh, close friends over there. Another thing, um, I don't know if you heard the first team today, but I called and kind of had to call all them guys on how much of a sports suck up they are. I asked, I, had, you know, I told them, hey, a great game, blah blah. Marina had a good game, but Mark Thomas had a good game. Did you hear him this morning when he called in? No. Okay, well, then I said, uh, it, Lamar Thomas had a great game. I wonder if he still beats up his wife. Mm-hmm. And they just shut me off. And then all of a sudden, Joe Rose goes, oh, what, do you? And then I think Goldie said, oh, one guy guy makes one mistake, and they want to brand him forever. Yeah. His, funny, by the way, if anybody wants to see Lamar, his uh, picture is on the back of that book, Pros and Cons. He's one of the uh, featured artists in there. That's, that's, you know, that's what I'm saying. His puss so. is on the back. But allegedly, allegedly he's all straightened out. Plus, uh, you know, great game line. Nice going, Lamar. We don't care about all the other stuff. Bunch of little suckles. I think I had to call him on that. All right, Neil. Okay. Thanks. Nice job, sir, and mind your own business. Yeah, they're uh, all bent out of shape. You know, everybody's, uh, hey, we're on a bandwagon. Don't pee on our parade. Don't confuse us with the facts, okay? In fact, if we had nothing but criminals out there, after that game last night, we like them. We have an open line of Dade, two in Broward that won't ring, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Come on, let's hear some response to my idea. You know, and I know that people think I'm saying that sarcastically. It's not sarcasm. I think it would work. I bet you the, the uh, atmosphere, because like in a game the other night against Edmonton, I mean, it's great that we won, and nice going there, Ray Whitney on the clinching goal there on goal number three. Nice going, Ray played a great game. But, you know, I mean, uh, it was pretty boring for long stretches of time there. I mean, there were people like had to keep poking people in the ribs to wake them up. But here, I mean, for like maybe an hour and a half, two hours, however much time you got, and, and if you'd leave early, nobody would say, hey, thanks for coming. Nobody would give you a, the business for leaving early. You come to a party when you get there, and you leave when you uh, time to leave. That's all. I think Neil Rogers just came up with a solution for all these sports problems, baby. All these overpaid ba- – here's the way to save baseball. Get rid of every one of these goddamn overpaid baseball players and just get that Gary Glitter thing going in there. And you'll have balloons, and you'll have uh, prizes falling from the sky, and the Panther Patrol, and the Dodger Patrol, and whatever goddamn patrol it would be. And instead of like 20 bucks and 40 bucks and 50 bucks. Two bucks, two bucks, whatever the hell it would be. And everybody has a party and a great time. Goes home with a, no winning, no losing, no stress. You don't have to bet on it. You don't have to lose your goddamn mortgage money. Put some of the shows on this station out of business, but nevertheless, 21 till 1 at 560 WQA. Today's fast-paced world holds its share of headaches. Hey, there's a thumbprint on this report. Do it again. Uh, yes, sir. You got a problem? Uh, no, sir. Under some pressure, huh? Yeah, it feels like my head's gonna explode, and aspirin doesn't do anything. So here, take some ibuprofen. Ibuprofen? Well, I'll try anything. <laughs> that dirty, rotten son of a... Who the... <laughs> does he think he's talking to? I gotta make that little... Do his own... Report. Feel better? Yeah. What's in ibuprofen? Well, nothing we could admit to on the radio except our secret ingredient, screw them all, which eliminates any inhibitions you might have about saying what's on your mind. Hey, uh-oh, here comes your boss. Look, I want this report done, even if you have to work through your lunch hour, okay? Well, listen, numbnuts, what are you going to get off your ass? 
and do some work around here. Well, I see you take ibuprofen. Yeah. I take it too, you lazy piece of Oh, no, get off the copter. Ibuprofen. Use only a and directive. Okay, it's uh, 1245 at 560 WQM. Nick and Mike from Nick Cigars are here. They brought me a big fat one. And a check too. Come on. And some beautiful cigars, of course. I'm not, you know, something. I'm not going to tell anybody anymore which cigars I like the best because then they can't keep them in stock, and it's like shooting myself in the foot. But they brought me a nice big fat check for Center One, so our total now is 121,349 bucks. Are we doing phenomenal or what? Uh huh. Man, incredible. Too bad we don't have a phone system that works, but nothing's perfect, okay? Because you know you have to crawl before you. Uh, believe me, we're doing a lot of crawling over here. Have we heard from our friend Lou yet? By the way. Have we heard from Lou down there at uh, Weston? No. He'll, he'll be on it any second. Let me uh, give you one more uh, shot on him, okay? Maybe Lou has got a line up there from uh, Weston all the way to Jacksonville. You think that's possible? No. Lou is at the mobile station in the Country House Plaza on Weston Road with all of our best and eel stuff, trying to raise some money for Center One, and we're begging you, we're hoping, because he's been here for like 45 minutes. And have we heard one thing from Lou yet, George? Have we heard from Lou? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, $60. Oh. Well, why didn't you tell me that? That's an important uh, 60 bucks. Huh? I was distracted by free cigars. Yeah, 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 by the free cigars. 121409 It puts us over like another little uh, hurdle there, over the 400 there, right. So uh, get out there and uh, see Lou in the uh, van. And Lou, we understand, will not be taking any numbers. And he'll only be there for about another half hour because Chris needs the van for something else. Oh, Chris needs the van for something else. So in other words, now that we've done so well, now let's start, you know, siphoning it down a little bit. We don't want to overdo this because we've uh, raised a lot of money, and let's start that uh, Chris needs it for something else. Now we're starting to understand what this is all about. Always knew about that, Chris. Here's a mobile in Opelake. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hello, Neil. How are you doing? Great. Uh, well, I, a little bit of a past issue. I got somebody with a really weird name. Uh, the guy goes by the name of Earskin. Earskin? Earskin, yeah. I know his brother Ford. was on his driver's license. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I think they drove a, drive a freight truck all day at my own freight company. And, man, I'd love to have your loops inside my truck yeah you know so i could fart all over people and call them a bastard and yeah yeah uh -huh. could we market something like that yeah well for, you know we've been talking one? we've been talking about you know where they have those keychains that have like four or five different little buttons on them that make different yeah. sounds have you ever seen the one where they have the lawyer you know they have the attorney and you press the button and he says different stuff no yeah they go well i'll see you i'll see you in court and i'll see this and i'll see well, that. if it's a lawyer every button you press is crap it's yeah. all crap yeah but i'd really have to get a hold of somehow uh, to get those lifts because i love them excellent idea we're going to work on that in fact that would right, be a good so. uh, fundraiser it sounds and, great thank okay you. and have a great day and get a new phone okay we have an open line of date is that phone uh, thing fixed yet no Okay, boy, it should be a waste of time. He's only going to be there another half hour up there in Weston. It'll be a waste of time to go up there for a uh, miserable 60 bucks. Since everybody, in fact, it was Sam was the one. It was all, you know, not Sam. It was a Bluff. Oh, it's so easy to forget him. Bluff was the one. Oh, yeah, we checked the zip codes <laughs> at Weston. Yeah, right. Would Bluff even know where to find Weston? No. We have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We got trends coming out today. We got some Arbitron trends. The second month of the fall book coming out at 2.30 this afternoon. So tomorrow morning we'll kill like two or three hours with that. In fact, by the way, I'm going to be calling in early. Get here real early tomorrow. I'll call and find out if the phone is working. If not, here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Hey, Neil. How's it going? Great. What's your question? The what? The scum sentinel? Yeah. Does that fat schmuck that does the hockey editorials, does he get his, his info directly from Brian Murray? Yes. Uh, he had an article in there that justified the 
uh, Wells trade by by reporting that Barnes is now on the. Floor. Yeah, that, that was yesterday's. Yeah, oh no, I know the way article a couple of days year. ago. Yeah, about how Barnes yeah, is then, on the outs and the Penguins want to get rid of him. And uh, but in the meantime, Barnes has still got 13 goals. Does anybody on the Panthers have 13? No. Or 12? Uh, no. Or 11? No. no. And I, and then yesterday they said that Chris Wells, because of his injury, yeah, he's, have he's to coming learn how to back. Skate. He's going to have to learn how to skate all over again. Yeah. I don't ever I didn't know recall, that. He, I didn't know he worked the he first could. time, right? He's like a tripod. If he if he leans on that stick, you take that stick away, and he's see gone. that that's the problem. You don't have sports writers here. You got columnists. You got guys that that write just that they're they're stringers. They just go over there and they talk to the coach or the GM or whoever's handy, and they feed him a lot of propaganda, and they make a column out of it. Which is why most days, both David J. Neal and that big fat Michael Russo are writing the same crap in there because they're just getting it to. It's the propaganda machine for the organization. Yeah, well, in this holiday season, I say we pray to whatever God we believe in that they could find a way to get the Murray brothers out of here and let them ruin another team. Okay. They've been so well at it. Okay. Take care, Neil. Say a prayer. Or, like I said, and we won't need the Murray brothers either if we don't have any team. We don't need the Murray brothers. Don't need Bill Torrey and his bow ties. You know, it costs a lot of money to keep that guy in bow ties and food. And, of course, Rimmer, I mean, he needs the job. He wouldn't need that uh, frog Denise pot pen. You don't have to have color. The Rimmer can just describe the action in the arena. Hey, there's another, there's another uh, balloon. Just drop the big one. Drop the big one. Drop the 101 there. Right on Neil's head. A lot easier doing play-by-play on stuff like that. Don't have to worry about uh, did it go in, did the light go on, all these technicalities, bad officiating, good officiating. Forget about that stuff. Take all the stress out of our lives. It'll be a goddamn party in the Macarena. And like I said, the ticket prices wouldn't be so steep, but nevertheless, you chop that $31 million off the payroll there, and Wayne's got some oh. bucks. He might not even sell at that point. And you have a lot of jerseys laying around with no players in them, so you drop the jerseys from the uh, little blimp. Man, can you see the people, like, falling off the balcony there? Oh, my God. Drop a Panthers jersey off of there, they'd be, they'd be heaving right off the balcony. In fact, during many of the games early in the season, they were <laughs> heaving from all parts of that joint. Oh my God! Don't tell me that. What was that? Was the the telephone man called earlier? So he's doing something right. Oh, the telephone man! Thank you, telephone man. We know it's not your fault, but we do know that the company you work for is totally inept, and we hate them like poison. But the telephone man, we're sure, is a good guy. At least we hope so, for our sake. Working feverishly to try to fix our phone again because it's tabrachan again. This goddamn piece of turd. This piece of garbage. This make-believe, a walkie-talkie, fifty-cent Kresge phone that we got here. Because the Beasley people, the Beasley Reed people, I underline, the cheapest is the best, baby. The only way they know how to do it. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I, I want to build on your idea. I think it's beautiful. Don't you think that's great? Here, I'm going to add some more. Neil, the only reason 99% of the people go is to get those six and seven year old uh, t shirts that they throw in the fans. Right. Right? So what we got to do is we got to take the people that catch the fans, uh, the, the, the T-shirts that fight and kill each other for yeah. those six-year-old shirts, we put them on the ice the next game, yeah. and we throw rats at them. There you go. I bet you, I, bet you there, I bet you there are hundreds of thousands of rats left over from three years ago. Exactly. All they want to do is get T-shirts, balloons, and throw rats. Do it. Yeah. And I'll back to some more ideas uh, later on today. Okay. I think it's a good idea. I love it. Bye. Come on, everybody do the wave now. Everybody get naked. Here we go. Oh! 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 Oh!
Oh, God. God, am I a genius, man. I know what the public wants. If they want it, give it to them. That's what I say. And if I want it, give it to them. Well, that's all we need. Okay, we have an open line in date. Maybe Broward might work one of these days. Just keep putting your finger in there and see if it happens. Five six seven oh five sixty. Tom five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. How's Lou doing over there in Weston? <laughs> oh, see, I knew this thing was too good to be true. You know, too good to be true. It was going. We were doing over a thousand bucks every day there in the QAM band, and now all of a sudden, well, you know, we have done enough with this. Now let's move on to something more important. What could they possibly be doing on a Tuesday? Probably sports related, no doubt, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's the important stuff on this station. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I love your, your idea. I could see Remy you could just have on the last speaker system. They stunk. They stunk. Right. It'd be beautiful. That would be uh, great. Oh, yeah, look at the fans trying to do the wave. They stunk. Yeah. That's the right. It'd be great. Uh, question on your... Uh, look at those stories. asshole kids trying to catch those T-shirts. They stunk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be beautiful. Question on uh, all requests. Do you have the series of phone calls that you had with a year, couple of years ago? You had with a doctor and then Linda Energy and all about the Fen Fen. Oh, do I have the call? Yeah, remember yeah. those calls? And then she called Rick and Suds, and then you called in and just ripped her a hole. Um, I have, that would be. I have a you, feeling that we do, but I have no. I don't know where to put my finger on it, so to speak. Uh, what is uh, that? The under is that under a Rick and Suds thing? It's not in here. I might have it on some old. Oh, we might have it on some old that or so on this or on that. Yeah, even if you could, uh, even if that could be something like tomorrow or something, that is a classic. But yeah, that you're should right. be on your best update. You're that right. is beautiful. But we do have this just to t- tide you over, okay? Oh! How's Dr. Watson here, by the way? She said I was too obese. Take some sense and for relief. Now she's got the hooked on these. I got them from Linda Energy. My pulse is up, down. My head's spinning around and round. Haven't slept for three days now. Some weight program, give me a phrase. How many drugs do I have to take? My hair's falling out and it's been hard to see. Since I saw Linda Energy, you know that my heart is going wild. Feels like I wanna die. Kill that kill, and constipation. Not to mention, hypertension. Stays out peddling drugs all day. That drops some weight, but ruin your brain. Her doctor husband says it's okay. A physician is insane. My pulse is up, down. My head's spinning around and round. Haven't slept for three days now. And we do have that, by the way, so if that gentleman is standing by or sitting by or in a prone position, uh, we'll get that on in the next hour. The call that you made to Rick and Suds. One of the most astonishing, unacceptable calls in the history of the human race. Hey, buttheads, it's a one to two hour. Mobile line is pound IOD. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Hi. Hi. Spillover, I guess, from the Neil Rogers show. What is? Um, I met him once. He has a wimpy, sweaty handshake. Of course, we all know he's a rear admiral, but he does get an audience. Go figure that one. Okay. Uh, regarding the you're um, a spillover from the Neil Rogers show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it's still somewhere else. Down the drain. 
Yeah. Okay, that's the only part we had. We got to part one, but the rest of it, the, what is it? Oh, we got 360. I thought you were going to say it was in the 360. Oh, that was that was Linda Energy in the 360. 360 bucks out there. So what is that? What did we have before? 60. So that's another 300. 121,709. Like to do at least 500 out there before Lou leaves and gives Chris back the QAM van so they can go get laid somewhere. We have an open line in Dade One in Broward. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. We are uh, going to search. Uh, furiously for the rest of that uh, call, Linda Energy and the Rick and Sod. It was a classic. Here's a mobile in Miramar. Hello. Neil, you're the best. Yes, I am. got a score that you could help uh, settle for us here. question is, is your studio in your home, as one other person is saying, or is it at the Zeta Studios there in North Miami? Neither. Neither. Studio in my home? That's what one wild person is claiming. And I said, those cheap son-of-a-guns you work for would never... No, even... I got news for her. If I had a studio in my home, it would be a lot better than this piece of crap. And it's not... <laughs> Why would it be in the uh, packs that we don't work for them? We work for a Beasley Reed, sir. We're in the uh, Power 96 building. Okay. Well, we do appreciate you settling it. Okay. Have a great day. Have a great life. Okay, go have a, a duel to the uh, death. We have a look at that. One call left on the board. One call left on the board. We got 57 minutes to go here today on what's been a very frustrating day because the phone company's got us all balled up. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. I come up, up with the idea of the century, the greatest idea in the history of the goddamn human race, and this is it. This is the response I get. And you do understand that part of the reason that there's a lack of response is that these people don't want to admit that they don't, most of them don't even care if there's a game or not. Just watch them during the game. They're not paying any attention. Maybe occasionally they'll look up, oh, look at that. And then they're back to, they're not there for that. They're there to socialize and fraternize and look at themselves on a big screen up. Hey, look, it's me. Hey, look at that. Here's my ass. I'm, I'm mooning. It won't be long. They'll be mooning uh, on the uh, screen up there. It'll be the old moon, cockamoon over Miami. And, and like I said, if that's what you want, you're paying big bucks, you're entitled. But I think it would, the atmosphere would be even more scintillating, a little, you know, a little more Gary Glitter and a lot more uh, waving and uh, flashing it, and uh, just a less of the bullcrap and less of the money you spent out. Is there anybody out there that wouldn't rather pay like 5 bucks instead of 57 bucks? Is there one person? No. Of course not. Here's Parkland. Hello. Parkland. Hey, Neil, a couple, two, three, thanks for yes. you. Uh, I went to the Penguins game last Wednesday night. I saw yeah. a couple rows behind you. Mm -hmm. And the first goal by Scott Mellenby looked like a Peter North come shot. It was hard, fast, and it had a lot of juice behind it. Yeah. Uh, I saw Leslie. I went to the Dolphins game last night, and I saw Leslie Visser. Visser, up close and personal. Boy, she's more hideous in person. Than yeah, okay, great, thanks. Okay, we have an open line of date and uh, all of the Broward lines, most of which don't work. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. There's the guy who's doing his Peter North blow up doll. Here's a mobile in Lake Worth. Hello, Neil. Congratulations on all that money. For uh -huh. off. Second off, has Center One ever called the station yet? This sounds like that uh, jackass. No, it's... it sounds like that. It is. It's a jackass. Two open lines in Dade, uh, two of our, as soon as the first word, as soon as the very first word came out of that obnoxious New York scum, I knew exactly that that was Captain Barnacle. Yeah, they scraped him off the bottom of the ship, Captain Barnacle. At the bottom of the human food chain, at the bottom of some food chain, probably not human. Five, six, forget about that stuff, okay, we'll do it another day, forget about that crap, forget it, I mean, this guy, for, he sure got his money's worth, this uh, guy with his Linda Energy thing. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line as we're down to a precious couple now. It's getting really bad when we got to talk to that jackass who's in Boynton. He's in Boca today. He's in Lake Worth. Keep him up there in Palm Beach County anyway.
I got plaques. I got more awards from Center One than you could ever shake your pathetic thing at. Okay, pal, you jackass. Have they ever thanked me? You better. I get letters from them thanking me for the efforts. Have I gotten a letter from Buddy Nevin? No. Anybody in the media recognizing what we do? No. No, we have not. But Center One, they're great. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I just want to say that I'm happy to see uh, last Friday night that the uh, Dallas Stars beat the Red Wings. I know you said that uh, Ed Belfour probably can't go all the way, but he looked pretty good. Well, well, so what does that mean? Who cares about that? Who cares about either one of those teams? Well, I'm just happy to see that, the, you know, it's not going to Who gonna cares be... about either one of those teams? Like I said, it's boring. I mean, who, why would anybody uh, pay any attention to the Western Conference? But I'm saying it's not Now gonna... that a great team like Toronto's in the Eastern Conference, that's where you ought to be directing your attention. I'm saying it's not going to be like, you know, like the NBA where you know Michael Jordan and the Bulls are going to win all the time. Sure. No, we know that uh, nobody's going to win the NBA because they're not playing, and we're all pretty excited about it. So you're right, it will not be like the NBA because the NHL is still playing. How about those Leafs last night? 7-1 oh! over Pittsburgh. Oh, that's what they ought to be talking about. I had any calls about that? No. 19 goals in the last three games, two games with seven goals in a row. Anybody talking about that? No. No, because their head is up their ass. And this guy's talking, hocking and trying to about Dallas and Detroit. He likes teams to begin with D. We have an open line in Dade, two in Broward. Five, are we ever going to get that the phone line thing fixed? No. Of course not. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, oh God. Yes, sir. Hi, somebody. It's the chip guy. The what? Uh, the the potato chip guy. I met you at. Uh, I told you I was going to bring you some uh, some wow. Oh, it's not important. Yeah. Uh, well, I caught because that's a great idea on what you said about doing that in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Just putting on the music. And every once in a while, we could throw somebody out and start playing na 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 na. Yeah, there you go. Okay. That'd be good. I like it. I just called for that deal. I love you, man. Okay, see ya. Okay, that was the chip guy. Anybody know who that is? No. Two open lines in Dade County. Those are the only lines that are working. See, it wouldn't be so bad if the day lines were broken. We don't really care about that because most of the time they're empty anyway. In fact, maybe that's another Bell South. You think that could be another Bell South thing? Uh-huh. Probably. Probably. Five six seven oh five sixty. It's all request Tuesday. Is it going to make a difference with a goddamn phone system that doesn't work here? I don't want to be bellyaching about it because that would be a first on this show. But I just want to put it on the record that Bell South sucks. That's what we could do while, while they're playing Gary Glitter in the background and we're there in the Macarena waiting for the stuff to drop from the blimp and waiting for them to sling the T-shirts in our post. We could sit there and go, Bell South sucks. And then in between, we could, yeah, right. That's what we could do. We could come up with great lines from the show. People could yell out, It puts the lotion in the basket. Bell South sucks. It puts the lotion in the basket. Bell South sucks. There you go. We could do that for a couple of hours. Certainly more entertaining than many of the games I've seen at home the last uh, couple of seasons. It's 109 at 560 WQA. This is a bunch of hooey. Daddy has a problem and went through the dock. Got a prescription, now he's hard as a rock. Yeah, he's going all night. Cause that pill is alright. Daddy's overhang, but mama never sleeps at night. Squirt, squirt. It goes up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. It's a mama's delight. He's always upright.
114 at 560 WQAM. Here's the fact that says, I don't know if Brooke Daniels quit or not, although it would spare her the embarrassment of being fired again in a few months. But I did listen to about 10 minutes until I started bleeding from my ears yesterday and had to switch over to music. She keeps playing your drops and kissing Peter Bolger's ass and just being the same old boring, unfunny jack that she always was. It's not even worth talking about because it's so pathetic. Super talk fails miserably again. Signed, Brian. Nice song, Brian. Keep rehashing the same old tired crap, okay, Peter? You wouldn't know a talent if he'd stuck you in a... Rectum. That's right. Of course, he don't have time to be searching for talent. He's too busy stabbing people in the back and telling a lot of lies. Of course, he would never lie to George. Remember all that great script that you got that was like kind of ran out? What was that for? Was that for Employee of the Month or some... Uh... Both. And, uh, and bonuses. Yeah, oh, and bonuses, too. Yeah, they paid me that under the uh, the table in script. Oh, and script. Here, with script, which, by the way, is like certificates for freebies and so on. And then George discovers, oh, guess what? This expired six months ago, but have a good they time with it. it. Huh? It. Yeah, but nevertheless. 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 Bullcrap artist, that's him. Here's a mobile in Parkland. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. It shows wonderful, Neil. Yes, it Since is. I finally figure out a way to go Christmas shopping with the family. I dropped my son and I dropped my wife off at the mall. And he and I are sitting in the car listening to you. Great. That's, that's the only way to enjoy it. Well, you know it. what that does, don't you? What's that? It puts the lotion in the basket. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, I do have a request. Yes, sir. I didn't, I didn't hear during Hanukkah, uh, the eight, eight days of Hanukkah. You didn't hear it? I didn't hear it. All right. This is the last time, by the way, because I'll never play it again. Okay. We're okay. looking for it. Zagazun. Oh,
Not bad. My parents made me eat seven greasy lockers. Yes, I were a rich man. I want a Christmas tree. I want a Christmas tree. I want a Christmas tree. Christmas tree. Oh, is this a cut? On the eighth day of Hanukkah, my parents gave to me nothing that I wanted. Seven greasy latkes. Yes, I was a rich man. Where is my Christmas tree? Shut up! Lousy kosher candy, three empty shirts, two stinky dreidels, and a picture of my fat and One nineteen at five sixty WQM, and of course uh, Jesse is the only Puerto Rican in America who's got a uh, menorah hiding, hidden away in a closet somewhere on Guiding Light. You know it's got to be a soap opera. You know it's got to be a fantasy because he's got a menorah hidden away under the bed in a closet somewhere. Don't all Ricans have? Uh... Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Okay, here. By the way, we got one hundred twenty-one thousand seven hundred nine percent of one, and I'm sure that they're really doing a big business there in the waning moments. In fact, Lou's probably already gone. Where the hell are they again? They're in Weston. And I wrote it down here somewhere on the mobile station, Country Isles Plaza on Weston Road. And they're not there anymore. Oh, they're already gone. Well, he said 115. So yeah. Well, didn't we get a final report? Was that it? 360 bucks. That was it. I don't think that was the final. Oh, sure. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, first off, uh, I think Aaron Summers is getting a show back down here too. I think they're probably going to bring her. Yeah, Passion Bone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow! I got you down too. And yeah. um, um, hey, but uh, next week for your anniversary and everything like that, I'd like to bring you guys a cheesecake. That's okay. You like cheesecake? No, 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 no. food. Okay, but I thank you very much. Okay, uh, request. Yes, sir. Can you play? I know it's not your bit, but uh, all you can eat Negro. Okay. Thank you, sir. See ya. Love you. No cheesecakes, no food, because I'm on. And by the way, that doctor, that cardiologist I met at the game the other night, really inspired me. I'm doing it. I got like what, a couple of days, three days, something uh, in a row on the Atkins. In fact, we were at Ruth's Chris. This is a true story. On Sunday night, having dinner. And across the way, there was a table of people across the way, and the waitress said to her, you could hear part of the conversation, and she was saying something about, uh, a lot of the people who come in here are on the Atkins diet, and just want you to know there are no carbohydrates. And the guy said, I don't care about that. Give me all the carbs you want. But it was interesting. A lot of people on the Atkins diet, like yours truly, go to Ruth's Chris and pig out. What the hell did he just want? What did he ask for? I forgot. Oh, you're going to eat Oh, okay. Well, no, I'm sorry. I think that's pretty uh, damn impressive again. Is once again the influence of uh, Neil, God. Here's its ugly behind. Do you fear your nephew is in hell? I, I feel that my nephew is, is not with the Lord, no. Not with the Lord. In other words, in hell. I don't know. I fear he's not with the Lord, no. And because they take part of his body like a limbo. You fear that that Roman Catholic communionist, they ate your nephew's body? Yes, sir. All right, we have on uh, the line of Van Nuys here a uh, Roman Catholic priest on KFI A640. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Hey, listen, ma'am, um, first of all, I put my condolences to you on the loss of your nephew. Are you a priest? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just wa- I just wanted to let you clarify something for you, okay? Yes. Yeah. So this is just, you've been misinformed about why the Catholic you, why, Church. Why do you eat people? Well, if you just hang on, I'll explain to you what our belief is, and then you can draw your own conclusion. Why do you eat people? Let me explain what our teaching is, and you draw your let, own conclusion. Let the Father explain, okay? Okay, first of all, we believe that when we receive communion, we receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. Well, well hold on, man. No, I mean, I'm just calling to let you know what you our eat, belief is. You eat flesh and blood. 
If you want to look at it that way, that's oh fine. Oh, my God. That's I want, fine. I want to vomit. This is our belief, and you draw your own conclusion. I want to vomit. Ma'am, you got to let the father explain. So why would I want to hear him talk about it? Well, because he's getting misinformed. This is like Hellraiser. Like Clive Okay, Parker first Hellraiser. of all, okay, Do you're upset because you've been misinformed about what so, happened to your nephew in our ritual. You eat the butt, you eat the whole damn thing. Excuse me? Don't you eat it? We eat the host, yes. The host. But he said he eats the whole body of the man. That's not what I said. You said you eat the blood and the flesh. Of who? Of the man. No, of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, um, that is a blasphemy. Well, if you choose to believe that, uh, all I'm trying to do is inform you on our belief because you've been misinformed. Do you eat up on the booty, too? I'm not even going to answer that. I don't understand what what, what that means. What, what is this man talking about eating the Lord Jesus? Let him finish. Okay. Let him just say you what he has to say. From the scriptures, ma'am, where Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and said, Take this and eat it. This is my body. Oh, and then he took the cup of wine and he said, Take and drink. This is my blood. And again he says, Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, oh, you have no life within me. Oh, my God. This is Good Friday. Exactly. And you're talking about eating up on Jesus. I'm just calling you to inform you of what we believe. You're grubbing on Jesus, ain't you? If what? you choose to believe that. You're grubbing all over on Jesus. If that's what you choose to believe. And my nephew, what about him? Okay, ma'am, as again. Macking on Jesus. Them Catholics macked on my boy. I macked on your boy. <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm sorry. Them Catholics macked on your boy, huh? You want to laugh no, at me? Can I ask you a question? You son of a bitch can laugh at me? Yeah. Let me ask you a question here. It's like some kind of Negro smorgasbord over there. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Listen to me. You know, as far as that other man is concerned. It's like a brother bust on my head. I'm in a family. Listen, Father, I thank you for, for taking the time. Okay. I really do. Uh, Ma'am, you have a good Easter. Well, you, you, you pay for your sins. Well, I'll leave that up to God. That's true. Thanks, Bye -bye. Father. All right. Bye -bye. All right. That was a Roman Catholic priest. They're macking on my boy like a brother buffet. Oh, you can eat me. Oh. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> What'd you call, man? Oh, oh you can eat me, bro. <laughs> I understand. Well, thank you very much. And you're welcome. Okay, 125. We did 515 bucks out there in Weston in a very short period of time. That's not too shabby. So we have 121,864 for Center One, and they're gone. Are they gone? They're gone. Okay, are those uh, the Broward lines are actually working again? Oh! All right. Finally, better late than ever. We got 34 minutes left to kill here. The Broward lines are fixed again. Nice going, Bell South. We love Bell South once in a while. Why don't you go back to Canada, you Jew bastard? Oh, my God. 
Beckham. Okay, 130 at 560 WQM. Don't forget, no more hockey games at the Mac Arena. We're just going to have free-for-alls. We're going to have orgies, big the wild parties. There's going to be all kinds of grab-ass and all kinds of stuff being slung up into the stands. Huh? We can throw all the rats that we want. And we can cut $31 million right off the, uh, right off the top. Oh! Put those ticket prices down to the bare bones, baby. In fact, uh, maybe when you look up on the screen, you might see some bare bones. Okay, here's uh, Tampa. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Listen to you on the Internet up, up here. Great. Uh, that Phil Henry bit was great. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, is there any way you could play more, Phil? That's my request. Are you sure? Positive. Yeah. Neil, do you know who Nick Abbott is? No. He's a DJ in England, and he... Cl- oh, Nick Abbott, that's my good buddy. There used to be a groupie who used to come over to IOD all the time and just obsessed with me. Has a Neil Rogers uh, blow-up doll? Yeah, I was reading on the Internet. He's, like, real big over there, and he claims, like, you got them started in radio. Right. Yeah, they kept threatening to, uh, you know, they wanted me to go over there and put me on the air and all this other crap, but I, I wouldn't last five minutes on the air over, and, you know, they have no First Amendment there. Yeah, the stuff so, so if you even said crap on the air over there, if you even took a crap, they'd probably uh, throw your ass into who's gone. Yeah, those Brits are stuffy, huh? They really are. So more Phil, huh? What is it? More Phil? Okay. Thanks, Phil. Okay. There you go. Okay, two open lines in Dade County, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Got the phone fixed, baby. Oh! All right, thanks to the good to whoever did it from Bell South. See, some of the guys that work for them are good guys. Some of them are assholes, but some of them are really good guys that are working feverishly to try to straighten our problems out because they know that it's a bum fork operation. Just like Media One with your crappy, grainy picture that you keep putting out and that we're paying you for. I think the next time I get my Media One cable bill, I'm just going to put a note in there and say, hey, stuff this where the moon don't shine. When you get a picture that somebody might want to watch that you can actually make out some images on there, then maybe I'll think about paying you, you jackasses. They don't give a crap. It's, it's another one of these Monopoly deals, you know. Here's Margate. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. How you doing, man? Okay. Uh, listen, uh, who would know better about cigars than Clinton? But besides that... Yeah. Um, he knows I, where to put them. Yeah, really. I seen uh, your buddy on uh, Kenneth Frequency, Goldstein. Oh, that, that keeps showing all oh, again. He that they should rerun that thing four thousand times. Yeah. Uh, I've been on there, man. Yeah. I was on Kenneth Frequency. And I, I like to say, man, you're you rock, man. I I watch you on Whammy on uh, Neil at Night. Yeah. You rock, man. Although even with those stale old reruns that are like outdated and uh, running out of time, yeah. But I just like to say, you rock. You're okay, thank cool you. Man. You rock. Okay, rock this. Okay, you said it, what, 600 times? We have an open line in uh, Broward. Five, six, seven. The Broward lines are working, baby. Oh, Look at that. Now that the phones are working, we got some goddamn phone calls on there. You know, I, I, let me say something profound, okay? If you're going to do a talk show and have a telephone, I, this may be pretty radical, but it helps when the phone works. Oh. What a goddamn concept, huh? I don't want to start getting worked up at all feverish here. It's the holidays. It's about, I thought this uh, couple of weeks here would be a piece of cake. 
We're doing all requests. We're having a good time. It's a goddamn party in here. But when the phone works, when you got equipment that might actually uh, get the job done, which in this case it's Bell South, but usually it's here on the inside, like when they can't get people on the air, like when Hank is doing his shows outside and you have to hear the Jimmy Johnson press conference 200 times because they can't get the line on the air, which has only happened, what, 75 times this month, and we still got 10 days to go? See, that? what I like, a station that is technically incompetent, doing a lot of remotes. That's always a real good idea. Like the ones when Ed is doing from the Bahamas. The underwater show, the underwater gambling shows. Lloyd Bridges is thinking about making a comeback for that. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Happy holidays. Great. And same to you, sir. Our first caller on line six today because they finally fixed the goddamn phone. Oh, All right. no. Yes. Listen, that Buffalo Bill skit is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I laughed so hard yesterday I almost crashed my car and wet my pants. It is. You so play that again? Crap. Right in your pants. You're right. Could you play that again? Yes, I will. Thank you, sir. Happy holidays. And back to you. Thanks. See, I'm going to tell you, anybody who doesn't find that the Buffalo Bill skit, which is called body augmentation, by the way, for those who would like to request under the proper name, which is the only proper way to do it, body augmentation, that is one of the greatest things in the history of the human race. And anybody who doesn't either understand it or laugh at it or get it, those people need very serious assistance. Here's a mobile on the uh, sawgrass. Hello. Happy holidays, Neil. Same to you, sir. And I couldn't figure out whether the guy was saying, well, I go, he was hard or you were hard. I, I couldn't figure out what both. he was saying. Both. Both? Yeah. One thing I wanted to ask, Neil, I called it just a minute ago. I'm not sure which one was first, but go ahead. <laughs> Yesterday I heard you say something, in fact, about uh, the first team or worst team they are going away. Yeah, when he starts, uh, let's see, what's the first? January 2nd. What? That means uh, the default can get out to the track a little earlier then, huh? Right, that's right. Well, they, so they'll need, they don't need him at Gulfstream. He'll be the youngest guy out there because the median demographic there is death plus 20, you know. So the Goldie He's the only guy out there without blue hair. Well, the first team was doing great until Goldie came along, so he brought him down? I think Geldy's the one that was the chigger in the woodpile. I think uh, he brought him right down to the bottom so, of the so woodpile. When's, when's their last day, Neil? What? When's their last day? January? Well, I don't know. I guess uh, the day before, maybe December 31. Okay. And uh, happy anniversary. Okay, and thank you so much. Okay, one-year anniversary coming up December 30th. Mike Ranieri in the whole game. I heard Henry Barrow and Roger Magdalene. Magdalene, is it? Is he Mary's uh, kin to Mary? Heard him on there this morning on Waxy because I, I was saying to myself, I wonder who's on over there because I couldn't listen to the worst team. I mean, they're so depressed and sad now that they're going off. And uh, so I was punching around. I listened to Mr. Ego for about four seconds. He was going on about Clinton should be impeached and yada, yada. Yeah, get out of here, okay, Mr. Ego. Go, go sell some more cheap spots. And then I punched over to the uh, the stupid talk, and I heard Mike Church on there again, filling in because I guess John Ford got blown out. And uh, and then I flipped over to 790, wondering now that Mikey is off of there, searching for a new home, which he isn't finding. Uh, what do they stick on? See, I don't understand that. Do you? In other words, if he couldn't afford, if they were asking him too much money to buy his way on the year, what's the arrangement they got with Henry and Roger? Or are they just? Uh, I don't get it. Maybe they're working for free. No. Are they working for free? Oh! No, seriously. I mean, somebody is paying them, so what the hell is that all about? Maybe we'll find out, because I'm sure that they're both listening right now, aren't they? Uh -huh. Of course. Because I know Roger's very fond of you. We have two open lines in Broward, the two that are working now, by the way. We don't want to see this uh, last very long. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Let's get a little bit of emotion out of these goddamn Broward bastards now that the poor phone man worked his damn ass off. Worked feverishly to fix the phone. Here's North Miami Beach. Hello. President Clinton. Yeah, okay. Here's a mobile in uh, Weston. Hello. 
Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. That was another Mickey Rourke job. Yes, hello. Hello. Merry Christmas. And back to you. Um, I finally figured a way how Terry Murray can communicate to special ed. Yeah. You know what he says? Yes. It puts the puck in the net. <laughs> in the basket. Not bad. <laughs> and, and, and Eddie says what? And back to you, sir. Eddie says what? It puts the notion in the basket. We have an open line in uh, uh, three of them in Broward. Now that we got the Broward line fixed, they're all dead. Do you believe that they're still fixed? You, uh, no. It could be uh, one of those things. I don't know. Maybe the phone man is diddling with it, and the phone lines, too. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in uh, Lake Worth. Hey, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Um, here's the deal. Uh, I got your CDs the other day. They are awesome. That's Absolutely it. amazing. Yeah. Um, the thing is, though, it doesn't sound like you on there. Next year, when you do the CDs, can you put some, like, pops and, uh, <laughs> and things like that so it sounds like you do on the radio? Okay. I, uh, I just, I didn't even think it was your voice. It's so crisp and clear. No, next, next year we're gonna, we're gonna go out here and record it on 441, so it's on the, like that. Also, I tried to listen to Brooke yesterday for about five minutes. I just, uh, like you said, my ears started bleeding. Yeah. It was horrible. I miss Rick and Suds up there. I listen to you. Keep me going. I'm in sales on the road, and you just have a great day. Okay, pal. Bye-bye. Butch up. I mean, uh, have a great one. 21 before 2. Well, if he's in Lake Worth, he needs to butch up, because the youngest person in Lake Worth is uh, 400 years past Methuselah's age. Boy, are there old people there or what? Uh -huh. Wow. Lake Worth. Mm. Kirkwood can't keep his packer in his pants. This is Debbie. Yeah, hi, Debbie. I'm interested in getting some operations done. Okay. And some body contouring and some liposuction. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if you did some tummy tuck and uh, lip augmentation, cosmetic breast surgery, facelift, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering... What would you like to start with? Well, I, I need to get everything done. Probably the first thing I'd like to have removed is my, uh, my thing. Okay, we don't do that. No. Could you do breast implants, though? Uh, it can be done, but mm. I don't know what they would do it the right puts away. the lotion in the basket. Mm-hmm. How much? Uh, 5000 Excellent. I'd like to have my skin resurfaced, too. Mm-hmm. Laser surgery. Mm-hmm. Have the lambs stopped crying yet, Mommy? Excuse me? Don't hurt Mommy's little baby. It puts the lotion in the basket. I'd like to get the liposuction that I saw on TV. Okay. Can you make me look more like a woman? Well, we'll have to see you first, and then upon looking at you, we can tell you that when we see you. Should I wear my skin suit made of body parts, Mommy? Uh, if you'd like to. It puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? Yes. Okay. Um, there is a $100 consultation fee. That's fine. Okay. Okay. Um... My name is Buffalo Bill. Okay, let me get a little information from you, okay? Just Mommy, one it right? puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. It puts the lotion in the basket. Do you want to come in for a consultation? For it life? puts the lotion in the basket. Okay. Do you, would you like to make an appointment, or do you want to call me back? Or? It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand. I've got my skin suit and nipple necklace. Bill. It puts the lotion in the basket. I understand that. Would you like to it puts the lotion in the basket. Would you like to make an appointment? It puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, I will talk to you another time, okay? It puts the lotion in the basket. Hello? And if you think that's funny, Earl Mumzer, the editor of the uh, Sun Sentinel, says, We believe that non-gamblers are interested in point spreads as much as those who make bets. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, I, I'm never gonna let. I'm gonna keep this here uh, the rest of my life. We believe that non-gamblers. That's why they put the point spreads in here because those of us who are just casually interested in the ball games, we are checking those point spreads every day. And that thing we would make a bet. You understand? We're just as interested in those compulsive gamblers who listen to the Ed Kaplan show. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing? Great. Love you. It's funny. Uh, driving up 95 right now. Blue Nazis flanked all over Santa Claus in a go-kart. Held traffic up to about 50 miles an hour for about a half an hour. Not that I got any place to go or anything, but couldn't believe it. Nice. <laughs> hey, shameless request. Yes, sir? Do you still have uh, the cart when you're on IOD about the uh, the guy that loses his job and, the, and they're telling his wife on the phone? Oh, I'll look for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, have a great day. Okay. Yeah, oh, that, one, that one's dead. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Nino. Yes. Uh, can I get a shameless request, please? Yeah. The Geldy song? Geldy? Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Neil. Have a nice holiday, Geldy. Too. But he does have a big swung here. That's what Joe Geldy. Geldy. Talking on a court show. <laughs> Trying to be macho. Your voice sounds just like a seven-year-old girl. A little foretold shell. What else are you there for? Gelby, Gelby, talking like a baby. Who needs a little training? Why can't you understand? You don't sound like a man. Remove the rubber band. That choke your throat, Tom. Gelby, Gelby, Gelby. Geldy, your lucky management don't care. Cause Geldy, you don't belong there on the air. And Geldy, the sports can't wait till your voice cracks. Cause anyone who sounds like that should find another job. And they should only take you back when both your BBs drop. So Geldy. When you're gonna grow up, you make us want to grow up. You silly, squeaky fool, go to broadcasting school. Your pre-cubescent voice make you sound like a hut. You're a hut. You're a I'm just wondering, you think Henry is going to be starting uh, with Roger Magdalene also when the uh, starts on January 2? Interesting. You'll have to tune in and find out, I guess. Henry Barrow and Roger Magdalene wouldn't surprise me if they were on there with old Mikey uh -huh. doing their ooga booga. Uh-huh. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, happy anniversary, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, let me take this uh, toothpick out of my mouth while I speak to you. Okay. Um, this is the first one calling you since you're on QAM. Yeah. So um, I said a year is good enough to, to wait, so that's what I'm calling happy anniversary. Question, did anybody ever tell you about um, the Bookster? About two weeks ago he was doing a show on Thursday? No. And um, he started out his show with the, the opening for West Side Story and let out about four... Who was playing? Bookster was playing show tunes? Yeah. Oh, boy. Beginning show. I told you. It was the, I remember because the Thursday is the only day I listened to the show. Yeah. Listen to five sixty on the way home. Mm -hmm. Listen to the Jimmy Johnson show. Yeah, and he landed about four mother effers on 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 the air. 
Really? Start dumping it. Yeah. Ah, yeah, but that's it a sports show. See, that's, it's a sports show. It's okay. So. Yeah, he just came out of delay after they finally caught on to it. He came out of delay and was like, oh, well, and I just started the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Anyway, have a good one. And hey, you too. Thanks for the good news. Okay. Well, how do you like that? It's a sports show. We can say anything we want on a sports show, right? Yeah. Because I know he always does. Well, what's wrong with that? Words that the rest of us go to jail for saying, but if it's a sports show, hey, you know, it's uh, in the like when you're watching a uh, ball game, especially the hockey games, where they got the microphones real close to the ice so you can hear all the gnashing, the ice on the, the uh, skates on the ice and the hitting and the screaming. And every word that's ever been invented is on there, like all through the game. It's okay because it's a sporting event. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. How are you? Great. Happy anniversary and happy holidays. Thank you. Happy uh, whatever. I have a request, but I'll leave that for later. Yes. I'm going to Vegas in two weeks. Yeah. And uh, how's the weather up there in January? Like cold. first week of January. Real cool. I'd say like 45 in the daytime, 25 at night, uh, give or take. Oh, that's degrees. great. So heavy clothes. Yeah, not too bad, though. That's good. But anyway, my shameless request is bad pike. Okay. Have a great day. Thanks. No chance. Okay, we have an open line of day one in Broward. See what I'm saying about this? We're never going to be able to make it till the new year. In fact, I'll make a list tomorrow, right at the beginning of, of bits that we will absolutely not play until after the new year. That will be one of them, by the way. Jack in the Box, Bagpipes, uh, Young Neil, uh, Bridge Tender. Anything else? Now, Body Augmentation, she, what is it? Prison oh, bitch. Prison Bitch. You won't hear that for uh, July, maybe? 